Hey, it's 2020! And with the beginning of every year, we always like to take a look back with a friend. And he's here. We're here. <laughs> everyone's here. We're talking about the best films of 2019. They're all here. We got the huge lineup. We're talking probably for hours about this shit. <laughs> so, strap in for a very movie-sized edition of the Review Review. <laughs> uh, Joker. Hey, everybody, let's go out to the lobby, grab ourselves some snacks, and then come back and let's tell everybody about our favorite movies of 2019. Hey, let's do that! <laughs> uh, as of course, I am Troy to the Max Extreme. Hey, I'm JT3K! Wacky <laughs> <Lacky> crazy! Hubba, <laughs> hubba, like all the buttons. Anyway. And then we're also being where, joined. Where was that button? I didn't even see you press <laughs> That's anything. They're, they're here, Dave. You don't gotta worry Is it about under that. Under the table? Dave? I said don't worry about All it. Alright. Uh, you don't know. Troy, Troy's, I'm worry. Like a, Troy's like another Michael Winslow over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Michael Winslow. <laughs> In robot form, of course. Yeah, it's a Michael Winslow robot. <laughs> Can that be a reoccurring character on your show Please. for 2020? Yep, of course. That's all it does. I will forget about it immediately, but yes, it will. Uh, viewers, write in. <laughs> Let's do it. Let us know. Listeners, do you want viewers, the robot? Listeners. Do you want the robot Michael Winslow to be a reoccurring character on the show? We'll cut to him later. Let's see what his favorite movie is of 2019. <laughs> Granted, he's a Michael Winslow that can only do robot sounds. <laughs> so, pick your battles. Yep. What do you want? Yep. Uh, we, of course, are being joined by GHD himself. Yes. He joins us every single year for our best of. Our resident movie watcher. <laughs> That's right. Yep. And did he watch some movies this year? I watched a couple. At least ten. Great. All right. That's good. That's good That's to hear. That's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> ten is all you need. That'd be funny if you only watched ten, so you had to just arrange them as your top ten list. I watched Joker four times, so I'm counting that for four spots. Very good. At number ten, it's Joker the third time. <laughs> Uh, so before we get into our top 10 lists, why don't we wet the palette with a little bit of a tournament of random movies? Oh, why don't we? Why? Don't, it seemed like I caught you off guard just oh, then, shit. even yeah. though you said that's what we were going to well, do technically first. This is, technically, this is, this is the, where the week where you do the work, Troy, but I got to tell you who won. Yes. Last week. Are you pulling uh, a knife on him? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to corkscrew oh, me to death? Just is horrifying. This is like the knife I play with when I'm like, I don't know, I like to fiddle. Putzing? Yeah, when I'm putzing. <laughs> why why uh, must you even have a knife? <laughs> don't. You never know who's I'm sorry. Oh, no. oh, he's back. He's broken into the studio. Robot Michael Winslow's back. <laughs> Get the knives. <laughs> Well, Night of the Museum versus Nutty Professor was our last matchup, and the Nutty Professor took it. Good. <laughs> Over Night at the Museum, did you? What would you pick, Dave? Uh, are, is this the Eddie Murphy Nutty Profes Professor? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or the Jerry Lewis Professor? It's the Eddie Murphy one. <laughs> okay. Um, 
they they both sound atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're a fan. Yep. All right. So you have it. Can we the... start another conversation about the clumps again? Getting <laughs> <laughs> uh, get in the Eddie Murphy verse. Where Norbit joins forces with the clumps, and then they go to meet Dave. That would be... (laughs) I think that would be right before he dies and gets super desperate, right? Yeah. Because I need to pull out all the stops, beat every character in the movie. Which he already did with the clumps. Doesn't he do that with every movie? (laughs) I thought so. I think his desperation has reached monumental peaks Has anyone seen Dolomite yet? Did he do it in that? Oh, I've heard that's amazing, actually. Does he have a cameo by, like, the Jewish guy who plays in Coming to America? (laughs) Uh-huh. All right, so what do we got? All right, so the quarter, I love a quarter final movies are The Birdcage, The Happening, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Gone in 60 Seconds, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Bambi, Dude Where's My Car, and The Nutty Professor. You said them really fast. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. I like turtles. I got Birdcage, Happening, TMNT. Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders. Bambi. Bambi. Why are you writing this down when Dude, he has the list right here? You could just ask him for it afterwards. Dude, nope, you don't understand, Dave. Dude car. Is that it? Uh, and uh, what we, what won this week? Nanny Professor. I wrote that one down. One more time, I'm going to write him down. <laughs> <Okay>. The bird kid. <laughs> Hold on, let me open notes. Okay, so next week for the jumbled up quarter, I love a quarter final. I think I'm gonna go. Hmm. So what's going on? So only one of these I, will advance. The no, we the uh, will all of them advance. To, yeah. Well, yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> so when we get it. to the quarterfinals, we jumble them up instead of having the same bracket because we felt like it was getting one sided. So I mix them up. In yeah. the quarterfinals to make maybe go against something it would compete with a little bit more mm. uh, adequately. Okay. Just for fun. It makes me more involved in the process. Yeah, how <laughs> do you dedicate to this a week? Uh, Troy likes 10 feel, minutes. Troy likes to feel special. So. <laughs> yeah, just let me have this, Dave. All Fuck. Right. <laughs> well, my vote's for The Happening. You know that. Oh, my God. You son of a bitch. Have you ever seen it? No, but well, I hear it's bad. I'll probably forget to vote. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we start with the happening and right. have it go against? Ooh, let's go have it go against Gone in sixty seconds. All right. So it's, there we go. The happening versus Gone in sixty seconds. For no reason, really. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> like i really have some power <laughs> oh, my mom's texting me <laughs> power diminished <laughs> dave i feel you're getting powerful <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> take it down a pig that's not even what your mom sounds like no she's doing spanish so she sent me sorry in spanish lo sorrento <laughs> She'll... And then she wrote, sorry, in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> Is she doing a Rosetta Stone? No, she's going to a class. Oh, really? A weekly class. I think it's like her third Spanish class. Third go at it? Yeah, she does it like every couple of years. 
I don't know if it's the same like introductory Spanish class every time or what. But okay. She's got me beat. I've only taken one year of Spanish. I've actually taken no year of Spanish. Man, so I know. you got me beat. That's right. I did an app that's supposed to teach you how to do Spanish for like three days. And? None of it retained. <laughs> Still think I got you beat. Yep. Sweet. Let me just get the appropriate response. Lo Sorrento. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, and then she she said that was autocorrected. It's Ciento. <laughs> I think I don't know Spanish. Damn autocorrect. I assume everything she sends me is autocorrected. Actually, <laughs> just just does uh, predicting words just for the I middle one every so. time. Kill you later. Whoops. Mean love you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I meant Los Sorrento. <laughs> Ciento. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, so why don't we dive... Do you want to dive into things that maybe we missed before we get into uh, the top ten? Or do you want to do that afterwards so it doesn't maybe give things away? What we missed? Yeah. What movies we didn't get around to watching? Yeah. Because I actually went through everything that came out this year, and I surprisingly saw 30 movies this year that came out. But I missed 21 that I wanted to see. (laughs) And a good chunk of them came out right at the end of the year, too. I felt like I saw a bunch of very mediocre movies, mm-hmm. especially in the middle of the year, where I was looking through what came out, and I was yeah. like, saw it, no, saw yep. it, no, <laughs> saw it, no. Yeah, my, <laughs> the way I always do this is I write down everything that I've seen, regardless if it, I know what's going to be on the list or not. Yeah, yeah, I usually try to. And I'm like, oh man, why did I even ha- watch some of these? But then there's some that I scroll past, I'm like, thank God I dodged that bullet. <laughs> I could see an argument for getting it all on the table on what we didn't see mm-hmm. so that the viewers aren't expecting something better out of us <laughs> when we actually sure. get down to sure. it. But, you know, yeah. it's not my show, so you guys do Fair enough. whatever you That's want. That's good. That'll, that'll work. Okay. Okay. Well, I, as I said, I, like, missed 21 movies that I did want to see. Some of them include, Jesus. like, Jojo Rabbit. I never got around to seeing that. Oh, yeah. Um, Dolomite is my name. I just brought it up right before this. I wanted to see that, and I didn't get to it. And that's even on Netflix. I yeah. still haven't gotten to that one. Yeah, I didn't get that to you. Never got to add Astra. Nope. <laughs> so that's... I've heard that was so mediocre, too, though. Like, I, it, I heard that after... Lost any interest in it. Yeah, yeah. but I still kind of want to see it just for Brad Astra. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never got around to seeing Ford vs. Ferrari. I heard that's a very dad-like movie, but it's good. Yeah. ish yeah. uh knives out never saw uncut gems i heard is mm-hmm. supposed to be really good that mm-hmm. just came out 1917 yep. marriage story that's on netflix didn't see that yeah uh i am with you on every one of those except i didn't really want to see all that many of those mm-hmm. <laughs> i had uncut gems on mine 1917 uh knives out and star wars were the four that i wanted to see but did not see yet yeah and normally, like, towards the end, I try to, like, shotgun some of these because I know I'm going to be here in this seat. <laughs> That's right. You know, like, I got to get these in, but, like, eh. <laughs> the only one I really felt like I should have seen was Knives Out. Yeah. Out of there. Because I feel like that probably would have would have made my list. The other yeah. ones, I'm like, eh. Yeah. I'll get around to them. Right. JT, you miss anything? Uh, like, the only ones that you guys didn't bring up that I, want, I still want to see is, like, The Farewell... Which is supposed to be like that movie oh, yeah, with the Korean uh, one, right? Yeah, oh Chinese, Chinese. I think. And 
uh, Parasite, I've heard, is really good. That was on my list, too, Parasite. I saw yeah. that one. Oh, shit. Yep, saw it. Okay. <laughs> maybe it's on my list. Maybe. Or maybe, maybe not. not. <laughs> maybe I forgot about it until just now. Wait and see. I also wanted to see The Art of Self-Defense, because you said you saw that uh, a couple weeks ago, right, JT? Yeah. And you, I, I wanted to see it when I first saw the trailer, and then you brought it up and said it was fucking funny as shit, and I'm like, yeah. I need to see it. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know when I'm gonna get to it. I'll just keep this list handy and cross them off like a hit list. <laughs> I have several of those. Yeah. <laughs> hit, hit list. Hit li- oh, thank no, God. I know enough people to make a list. And then, it, and but then, I would be on it, right? <laughs> well, no, then we couldn't do the show. And then, it, and, then it, and then at 2026, you'll be like, all right, 2019's done. <laughs> <laughs> It's all downhill. Might as well just bury this list with me. (laughs) It's a time capsule. (laughs) Things you didn't get around to. Ways you failed six years ago. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, why don't we just jump into our number 10 movie of the year? Should we explain how the rules work like we do every single time? (laughs) (laughs) Where we just go around. That's around. what we do. We go around and say what our number was, yeah. and then what movie it was, and that's yeah. it. Then yeah. we go into the next one. Yeah. Yep. And then if rules the out same, of the way. And then if it's the same one, then one of us yells "samey," and we all laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> when do the brackets come in? <laughs> oh, we let me get you started on the brackets real early here. Oh, shit. Uh, no. Okay. So put place your bets now. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, Dave? Let's start with you. What's your oh, number man. ten movie? All right. My number ten. I have. Narrowed down to three possible choices. Okay. And I'm just going to randomly pick one here. Okay. I don't really know which one <laughs> I would go with. I'm going to, just for sheer enjoyment at a brisk 90 minutes, I'm going to say Crawl. Okay. The alligator attack movie in Florida. I had no interest in seeing this at all, right? And then I hear it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Right as you exit out of a, I'm never going to see this crocodile movie, it ends yeah. up being a great crocodile movie. It's a good time. Oh, yeah. I had, a, I had fun with it. I like Because they introduced like, two things that could fuck you up, a hurricane and alligators. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, what if we combine these? It's oh the God. prestige version of Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> Not prestige in the fact that there's clones. But, oh, but damn it's, it. It's top shelf. <laughs> good. I thought there was going to be David Bowie's and... <laughs> if, only, if only we could have cloned that madman. Uh, I, I would have uh, kind of shrugged it off, except it was directed by Alexander Aha, mm-hmm. a French horror director oh, that I enjoy. Uh-huh. 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 Yes. He uh, broke onto the scene with High Tension, which is one of my favorite oh, good. horror flicks. And he did the phenomenal Hills Have Eyes remake. Which oh, yeah, that's, is yeah, quite that's good. good. He uh, he's made a name for himself in being like very very brutal. Like his horror oh, movies okay. are yeah. extremely brutal. Okay, this one less so, but it still has some. They moments have some moments where you're like, ooh, wow, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was like, oh, this should probably be pretty low key because it's just these two, and then it's like, oh no, we're gonna add more people. Yep. <laughs> We can't, just let these, we can't just let these two be harassed. We need to actually kill people. <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it's a movie that could have easily been like just a PG-13 yeah. type of like overcoming nature yeah. Yeah, type sure. of thing. Yeah. But it gets uh, it gets a bit mean in, t- in spots. <laughs> okay. But still wraps up satisfying and it's not like a big downer type of horror flick. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it was okay. good. 
Okay. It's yeah. not amazing, but it's worth a watch. Yeah. All right. It's All right. simple, but it's like, I feel like there needs to be movies like that every once in a while where you're not like, it's not like this big metaphysical thing. It's just like, oh, it's just two people trying to get away from alligators and hurricane. Yep. And there's enough little sprinkled things throughout where it's like, it is straightforward and simple, but mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's how that's going to come into play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Mm-hmm. Right on. JT, you want to go or do you want me to go? I can go. Okay. My number 10 is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Oh, boy. <clears throat> this is also on my list. How do we handle this again? <laughs> well, we, we can just talk about it. You can talk about it later when it gets okay. to you. Right. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. This is like my new favorite Tarantino in the background movie. Okay. Yeah. Where it's like. I don't, I don't need to watch all of it, but there's moments where I'll look up and be like, oh, yeah, that's fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is on, actually, my list, too, in a couple more spots, so I'll bring yeah. it up in a little bit later. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know, it's just a fun, I don't know, like, I'll like the scenes where they're just cruising in a convertible. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I want to do that. Yep. <laughs> I heard a lot of complaints that it was obviously overly long and people said like all the driving like oh the driving it's like oh, i man. loved those parts <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, it yeah. great yeah. music and it's right. just like what a time just like listening to the, yeah listen like the radio bumpers and shit yeah. like there's like literally like if you look on spotify they have like the songs with the radio bumpers in there and you can like listen to it and i like remember when, uh, me and molly were coming back from the movie we were like just playing it in the background and just i was like just put my arm out the window and be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah <phone rate. laughs> this is fun. Yeah, I love uh, just the recreation of, like, the old L.A. and Hollywood. It yeah. It seemed like a really fun time to be alive there. You know, yeah. other than all the drugs and <laughs> disease. <laughs> and, and murders. And murders. <laughs> but just, like, the fact that you could just, like, go onto a movie set and... Like like Pitt's character, he's gonna hang out, right? And yeah. maybe he'll get a day's work in, maybe right. not. But just cruising like the studio back lot and seeing right. all that behind the scenes <clears throat> stuff, like what that would be so cool. Maybe if you lived in that, kick Bruce Lee's ass. Maybe you know? <laughs> <laughs> see what catering has. <laughs> yeah. But if you lived in that area at that time and you were the right age, mm-hmm. fuck man, I'd go and that would just be my oh, yeah. my twenties. Yeah, just be like hanging that was around a lot of people's twenties. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was I. I really liked all those aspects of it. There is, um, I'll bring it up when it when I get to it a little bit later. Um, my number ten movie was the Lego Movie Two, the second part. Yeah. Um, it was a toss up between this and actually another animated movie. Uh, the other one was How to Train Your Dragon Three. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't get around to that yet. Um, I just saw it randomly at somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, actually, kind of blown away how much I liked it because I went in thinking like, ah, it's whatever, another dragon movie. Have Did you, you watched seen the, the other? Yeah. I've seen the first one, never seen the second one. I think they're both great. Yeah, like they're some of my favorite animated movies that aren't Pixar. I, I and I always push them off because they're not, and I'm just like, ah, it's just a DreamWorks thing or whatever. Well, I'd say they're, I'd say they're actually better than quite a few Pixar movies. Well, yeah, like, um. Trainer Dragon 3, I was like, this is, it looks amazing. And like, from where it ends, from where it started, I was like, they really progress characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Might be the most solid animated trilogy yeah. ever. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, I, I always just pass it off for whatever reason, because maybe I, um, I went back and saw parts of the Lego movie two again, 
And I think I liked it a little bit more than this. Just it's like lighter and poppier and maybe it's the infectious songs oh, that get in your yeah, head. Yeah. <laughs> a song that's so cocky it talks about how it's going to get stuck in your head. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I kind of notched it out uh-huh. over it. But yeah, I... Um, Let's just talk about Trainer Dragon a little bit more. But Lego Movie Two, I thought was I, it, I thought it was really good. It's it's super fun. It builds on the first one a little bit more. Um, it has like fun family aspects of it at the end. It's good. It's wholesome. Yeah, Lego Movie Two like just got notched out of my list. It was pretty close to being in there, but I just love it because like yeah, like it builds off of the first one where the first one is about a kid and a father playing. This one was like about a kid and like his younger sibling playing, mm-hmm. and like the different aspects between the two. I don't know. It was I, I had a lot of fun with it. Same. I did too. And the fact that they brought in the mom stepping on Legos, I thought was genius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, how did they not get that in the first one? Uh, no, I actually really liked the second one. I liked it more than the first. I oh, think. my. Yeah, I thought it was funnier. Chris Pratt mm-hmm. phenomenal in it. Yeah, yep. Just, just Chris Pratt, like, interacting with himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, poking fun at himself, too. The, oh, yeah. Whatever the Rex a... fist or whatever his fucking <laughs> name is. Uh, with all the dinosaurs, with all the dinosaurs and shit. Yeah. Strangely enough, I think every Chris Pratt movie that's a franchise, I like the second one more. I like Guardians two more. I like the Lost World two more. Oh, I never even I like saw that. <laughs> uh, but no, Lego Movie two is surprisingly very good. Yeah, I'm always surprised every time I go in, thinking like a oh, Lego Movie, because for whatever reason, I always like lump it in with bionicle and all that shit like the animated shit that came out and like in the well, those were early to early 2000s like the directed dvd things yeah. even though i know that they're gonna be good i'm just still like yeah well we'll see and then i'm like oh it was really good <laughs> <laughs> you, this one, like movie. you got me again lord and miller <laughs> but yeah that's my number 10 lego movie 2 all right so back to me it is dave Sorry, I'm going to ask that every time. We've been playing a lot of family board games, and I don't know what it is about the rotation of whose turn it is, but I am always messed up on that. Oh, God, oh, God. Troy, where are you going? Troy's just trashing his room right now. Can you get me another one? Yep. Thanks, sweetheart. You bet. I'll also take... Oh, thanks. All right. Um, hot off Troy's picks, I have Toy Story 4 is my number nine. If we're taking an animated route here... I saw it in the theater. I don't remember much about it, but I thought it was pretty good at the time. <laughs> I haven't yeah. revisited it. Um, but I, I thought it was a pretty solid way to bring in a fourth movie that no one wanted. Right. <laughs> because the third one wrapped it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like we needed any more. And then they threw this one on, and it kind of took a completely different approach where it split them up. Yep. And all these things that shouldn't work... Uh, but I thought somehow made it a really good, interesting movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is kind of maybe the start of a second trilogy of Toy Story, if mm. they do more. Because the way they leave it hanging, you know it can't go, it can't wrap up like It would that. be a weird ending for the whole franchise, And the I money think. it made. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, <that's good. laughs> yeah. But I, I definitely feel like it's kind of a backdoor way for them to round it out and eventually get back to Andy and maybe Andy's own children they just, go, they just go to andy's deathbed <laughs> yes <laughs> it's like oh and by the way before i go i've got a kid and he loves cowboys <laughs> <laughs> i 
I did see Toy Story 4 this year. It wasn't my favorite one. And now my daughter's like really into Toy Story right now, so I'm a bit burned out on it. Mm. So I didn't even include it in my top ten list. But I don't think it was my favorite one. I would say I liked maybe Lego Movie better than Toy Story. I think Lego Movie's more fun, but yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I need to watch Toy Story again. I didn't think I, it was bad. I, I just... left it like, you know what? That was really good. Yeah. Didn't need it. Had no interest in it at all. Like, I don't think right. I watched a single preview for it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, damn it. I don't it. want to, but I'll see it. And then I got there. I was like, you know what? This was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Mine's further up on my list. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I I dug Toy Story four. Okay, good. okay. Good. <laughs> right. Number one movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go cry. Go <laughs> I thought it, without me. I thought it was a great way of like every Toy Story movie's about something. Like yeah. in terms of yeah. life, like the third one I think was what the kid going away to college. Yep. And the toys were like the parents. The toys are always the parents, I guess, mm-hmm. essentially. And this one felt very much like empty nesters like the kids are out of the house oh, and like yeah. woody and uh Bo can like rekindle their love and they're like you know what we're just gonna travel the world it's like <laughs> yeah. what my parents are doing right now <laughs> learning on, spanish like, five fucking vacations <laughs> <laughs> they're just living it up so i feel like that's kind of where they're at at this stage and yeah. at some point it'll like come back and it, they'll be like the grandparents type of thing before their plastic waistbands and everything break apart <laughs> and, and they're reduced to dog toys <laughs> Uh, JT, what's your number nine pick? My number nine is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, I miss mm. this one, too. I, yeah, me too. This is the Paddington 2 of this year. <laughs> I love this movie so much because like, I was a fan of Mr. Rogers growing up, and this movie acts like one long hour and a half version of a mr rogers episode okay even down to where like the mailman shows up and gives him a video of how magazines are made and (laughs) they just do commentary over watching how magazines are made for 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) but it's so good and then like tom hanks he's like you never he never fools you into making you think yeah that's mr rogers but like he has like this feeling about him where like it's that same kind of comforting tone that Mr. Rogers had. He's the prestige Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Again, not but. a clone. But he could have been. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's just like I I I if there's ever any more of these like uh uh biography type films, I want it to be done more like this where instead of trying to fit every their entire life into one movie, just mm. get, take like a frame. A snippet. And like yeah, and like something that like shows who they are. That doesn't make you feel like you have to like watch their entire life story. Mm-hmm. That's a, yeah, that's an interesting take because mm-hmm. that's the opposite of most. Yeah, you know one that did a really good job with that was that Steve Jobs one starring Fassbender. Yeah, yeah I like that, that Danny one, Boyle actually. directed. Mm. Yeah, it was just three scenes at different points in his life, and that yeah. was all it was. Yeah, it was good. I never ended up seeing that. Yeah, I actually like that couldn't, one. I couldn't uh, decide if I wanted to see the Ashton Kutcher or the Fastbender one. <laughs> Let me decide for you right now. <laughs> it's the one I brought up. Okay, very good. But like this and then like uh, I watched that uh, Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor. And, like, I saw that one. They're really good companion pieces for one another where like you can, like the documentary like tells you who he is and then like the movie like helps you see like all the stuff that involves him like in action, like mm. how he interacts with people instead of 
people telling you how he interacted with people. Right, it's a dramatization yeah. of the stories that you yeah. hear about. Yeah, like, they do all that shit in there. Like, there's, like, a part where, like, the reporter's, like, trying to interview him, and he's trying to make Daniel Tiger talk to him while he's, like, interviewing him. He's like, I'm not talking to your hand, Rod. <laughs> so is it heartbreaking? Is there moments of heartbreakingness? The, the previews made it look like it could get really sad. Yeah, there's some moments like that. Ugh. Like, it deals a lot with, uh... There's a lot of, like, uh, themes of, like, forgiveness. Like, can you, can you like, forgive someone that's wronged you in the past? And, like, they, like, Tom Hanks makes Mr. Rogers seem like someone who's just obsessed with people. Like, if he sees someone that he knows is, like, in pain, he can't, he can't help himself. He always has to be in their life somehow until he feels like he fixed them. Hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's really interesting. And it's really well done, and, like, like I said, like, the whole movie, like, acts like a Mr. Rogers episode, like, down to where, like, he's doing, like, like these, like, little narration scenes, like, where he's, like, sitting at his house being, like, do you know what forgiveness is? And all this shit. <laughs> and then, like, all of, like, the transitions are, like, done, like, in puppet form, where it's, like, model cars and model airplanes and shit. Like, it's, it's really cool. Oh, cool. I'll have to see that. I was very kind of lukewarm on the previews, and mm-hmm. I was like... I just saw, like you said, I just saw the documentary. Do we need yeah. a, another one already? <clears throat> right. It's like I got my double dose of Ted Bundy. <laughs> and I, didn't, I didn't feel like a better person from that, so I don't know if I need it with Mister Rogers. <laughs> uh, cool. I'll have to check that. Is that on anything right now? I think it. It was in theaters, so I don't think it's out yet. Okay. Sounds good. Like I think it just got out of theaters like last month. Okay. Um, my number nine may surprise you too. It's shocking. It may Is it incredibly shock vile? You. It's a bit vile. Is it the Ted Bundy one? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> those were parts of the title. <laughs> um, it's actually Midsummer. Oh, uh, I got that on mine later. I threw it on there. It wasn't my favorite movie of the year, obviously, but it's it uh, it definitely would is... Would you say it was a top ten? I would say it's at least nine. Alright. <laughs> uh, but it uh, it is definitely just a change of pace of stuff that I usually don't watch, so it was like refreshing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad you two get me out of my wheelhouse sometimes. Yeah. kind of the same old, same old for me. I love the Mr. Rogers you. thing is really the, the out of our wheelhouse. Uh, I love forcing you to watch shit where you're like halfway through, you're just messaging me like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> uh, what is this? Why are you making me read this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I ended up uh, pretty much enjoying it pretty well, I guess. Like, it's it's hard to say because it's, it's odd. Somehow it does, you do leave it, like, smiling, though. Somehow, well, as horrible as it is, like, I don't know. it feels like a win. Does it? My, my <laughs> wife <laughs> loved it. Jesus. Um, I, I mean, I liked it quite a bit. I mean, I just, more or less, it was just refreshing, because it's not whatever I usually watch. And I was like... Okay, I could I could do more of that, but I'll still be I'll still give you a lot of pushback on anything you really want me to watch, which I know is about weird cults and murder or whatever it is. So, uh, but anyway, that's pretty much all I got to say uh, about it. I got it. a suggestion in my list that I want you to watch sometime. Great. That yeah, come on, share it with the room. But soon. It'll be soon. Oh, okay. List. I thought it was a different list. No. <laughs> One that we might not get around to. But anyway, yeah, number nine, Midsummer for me. Okay. Right. Midsommar. 
Oh, All right. So is it my turn? <laughs> yes, it is, Dave. Right. <laughs> By around the three, I'll, I'll have it down packed. Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number eight, Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Same! Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> now let's do that seven more times. We'll be out of here by nine o'clock. <laughs> um, we, we feel free to talk over each other. Okay. This okay, Dave. All right. Ready? Go. <laughs> I would say of all of like the mediocre superhero movies, of which there were many of, mm-hmm. this one was like just just edged out everything else yeah, yeah. it was it didn't blow me away but mm-hmm. it got spider-man right it had mm-hmm. a lot of fun mm-hmm. took him out of his element yep and uh did mysterio better than any other uh iteration of mysterio yeah much like they did with vulture previously yep mm-hmm. and had just a great uh ending and cliffhanger where i just left the theater like man i'm I'm loving Spider-Man again. Yep. Who'd yep. have thought? Who'd have thunk it? I want them to do a, like a Spider-Man movie after every major tentpole event that takes place because it's like all this crazy shit happens, and then like the Spider-Man movie like shows you like how people are reacting to it. Just have the uh, the high school newscasters <laughs> yeah. sum it all up in about three minutes with a nice PowerPoint video. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's kind of like what Homecoming did with like Civil War. Yeah. Where like it t- this huge major like world changing event, and then it's like yeah, but then how does that affect regular people? And they show you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what they did, like what this did with Endgame, where like you can see it from like a normal person's eyes, like how fucked up all this was and how they're dealing with it. And, and it's, they- it's kind of hard to get that out of like like. A big Thor, ensemble yeah. piece. Yeah, like Thor's not going to show you how a normal person's reacting to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and how they basically like sit you down and explain to you like, okay, they were gone for five years. This is what happens. These yeah. people age. <laughs> these people come back. Yep. They got your blip beard. <laughs> you <got> it. <laughs> no, it was it was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was just phenomenal. Yeah, as Mysterio. Yeah, I wondered like, why are they casting him in this? And right. And when he finally got his chance to like go full on, right, crazy like neurotic Gyllenhaal as like, yep. oh, okay, I'm, oh, gotcha. that's why I put him this. right yeah. up there with uh, Keaton's Vulture. Yeah. Um, Spider Man's a little bit higher on my list, but. I, I did like it for exactly for those reasons. Like, after all the tentpole events, they always just, like, go to a Spider-Man movie and make all the stakes, like, really personal. Yeah. And just, like, shrink their universe just a little bit. And they can do that, I guess, because Sony is just, like, only has so many things to play with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I really dug Spider-Man for all the reasons that you said. Just took him out of his element. Has a weird cliffhanger at the end. It was a little touch and go there when maybe there wasn't going to be another one after that, but yeah. now there will be. So <laughs> yeah, we that was one good. More is that right? And like I maybe a crossover. I have or something? no idea. But I think so. I think we're at least getting a trilogy. Again, yeah, which yeah. is yeah, nice. yeah. So yeah. they've got one up on the yeah. amazing variety. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he's in one more like Avengers or like appearance in some kind of Marvel movie, and then one more standalone movie, and then I think that's it. Yeah, that might that might be right. Yeah. And that's fine. And then what? Sony gets him back full time or season on the weekends? <laughs> I on? have no idea how that goes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's 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 Marvel and Sony a marriage story. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh the Mary Jane character grew on me. Same. Uh a ton in this one too. Like yeah. I left it really liking her character. Yep. Yeah. Probably a lot more than I ever liked the t- standard uh, Mary Jane Watson character, right? Mm-hmm. Just has a lot more to her. Yeah, she's not just a pretty face love interest. Yeah, like even when the, even in the Raimi movies where you like 
makes you try to care. And it's you like just don't. you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> and like her and Peter's relationship seems like a genuine, socially awkward people relationship. Yep. Like I've seen people that are act like that, where they're just they're terrible around anyone else but themselves, and then even with themselves, they they're kind of skittish until they really get to know each other. Right. Yeah. They did a great job of updating the Spider-Man characters while still keeping like the important things true to mm-hmm. the roots. But definitely taking liberties with things that, like, yeah, you know what? Aunt May doesn't need to be an old crone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mary Jane doesn't need to be, like, a vapid uh, model. Right. You know, just things that, like, let's give it a little more depth. I love that it also took, like, people to see Marissa Tomei as, like, Aunt May. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess my aunt isn't 100,000 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Anyway. All right. Yeah, whose pick was that? Yours? Uh, it was both. both. Oh, so then, yeah. We saved. We uh, so, got saved. Uh, my number eight is actually Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. We uh, just recently re- uh, reviewed that one for yeah. things that we missed for the year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for all the re- like the one thing I I was kind of back and forth between um, number nine, eight, and seven for me to where to place this one. And it got... Pounced by my number seven because there's one thing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood I didn't really like, and it was the whole Sharon Tate storyline that kind of did nothing yeah. for me. Yeah. And I think it was just a kind of like a wasted chunk of the movie where I can kind of just space out and not pay attention to it at all. Yeah. Where my next pick is something a little bit more up my alley, and it's tight and concise. So anyway, that's it. Okay. Otherwise, I don't really have much to add about Once Upon a Time. Can you make a note on that? I've got a rebuttal, but I'm going to save it for my uh, for my <laughs> oh, listing of it. Rebuttal. 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 We're going to get to, we're going to either completely ignore that or get to it and be like, what was this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. something. Davis is supposed to rebuttal? Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> All right. I have something written down maybe that'll be okay it all right number seven all right uh is it me it is dave (laughs) never gets old uh my number seven is parasite yes uh from the director that brought us the host yeah mother Mm -hmm. not with the exclamation point (laughs) okay and snowpiercer okay uh he's a very social social economically conscious director Mm -hmm. talking a lot about uh uh like you know the haves and the Mm have-nots and that's this movie is no different than that okay but it is just a really good interesting mystery that you have no idea where it's going until it gets there in like the last 15 minutes okay so it's extremely well made like the director is top of his craft Mm um and i i think it's korean i'm not 100 percent sure yeah, i think okay. it is too um but i was lucky enough to catch this in like a bigger city when i was on a work trip they were mm-hmm. doing a showing of it and it had been on my list for a while to check out just because it was getting insane buzz it mm-hmm. ha- it like premiered on rotten tomatoes to 100 mm-hmm. percent yeah and i didn't know what it was about it starts off kind of fun and a little goofy, mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of his other ones are. Maybe not Snowpiercer, but the other ones. <laughs> right. And then hey, it, eat a baby! <laughs> laugh a minute. Yep. <laughs> <Rainbow> jelly! <laughs> 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 
But then as it goes on, it just gets weirder and weirder. Oh, bug jelly. Anyway, go on. Yes. Why is that the one thing I remember about That's that all movie? I remember about that either. I didn't like Snowpiercer that much. I thought it was a little too heavy-handed. This one is less heavy-handed, but it's still fairly handed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's... Like, I get it. I get that's, like, uh-huh. your message. But, yeah. like, it doesn't have to be every message of your movie. Right. Or, or of all your movies. But I think this one did it better than Snowpiercer, where it's okay. less unbelievable. Okay. And it, it's, <laughs> it's, like, real stakes, and it's a family of people that are... They have nothing, but they're very good at just kind of being conniving. Mm-hmm. But they're not terrible people, but they're taking advantage of these rich people. Mm-hmm. And then just... It just keeps getting taken further and further and further until it's like all out carnage by the end. Oh damn. And you're like, carnage. oh wow, did not see that wrapping up that way. Cool. So yeah, it's one of those where the less you know going in, the better. But okay. just know that it's weird, takes a lot of twists and turns, and okay. then by the end you're like, this is not at all the movie it was <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Good deal. Uh my number seven is Knives Out. Oh mm-hmm. boy. And uh yeah, I, I just loved it because it was just like, uh, it's like a whodunit without being boring as shit like Murder on the Orient Express was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just fun. Like all the people, all the characters in it are really fun to watch. And like it, it kind of takes you by surprise where like they almost, they pretty much tell you like who murdered him like within the first 30 minutes. And then you're like, wait. I thought this was like a whodunit. Like, yeah, what the fuck now where this? does this go? Now what are you doing? <clears throat> but then like they, they, they dive further into it and they find out there's like a mystery underneath that that's way more than you thought. So it's like a whodunit within a whodunit. Oh my. And it's 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 a lot of fun. A whodun did it. Who done did it. Yeah. <laughs> who done did it indeed. And I like was also searching for a term for that. You nailed it though. And like uh Daniel Craig is fun as hell to watch in this. Like I just wait for his scenes every time because he's just hilarious. Yeah. And then like yeah, just the whole family in general is just fun to watch. Right on. So yeah. I I'm hey, bummed that I missed that. I know. One. It's still in theaters. I might like just take a day off and try to catch it before it's gone. <sighs> I, I feel I like I that. need to see it. <laughs> and then we can re-record this, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> uh, if I haven't already burned through enough PTO, uh, I don't know if I can do that in this month. Um, that's just a personal thing. I can't do it. Um, <laughs> Did you get to restart? We're at the new... Uh, no, I, mine always... Oh, it just keeps over? flowing. Yeah. Nice. I know. Unless you have a certain amount, but I'm never at that amount because I'm always <laughs> fucking using it. Uh, my number seven might be a little bit out of left field, but it's the Netflix uh, movie I Am Mother with the robot uh, oh. mother. I heard that was good and I forgot about it. <laughs> it Yeah, it gives me like um, a little bit of moon vibes. Um, it's a tight and concise movie. Yeah. Like It's made on a fairly low budget and I think the effects are really good for the budget they had. Mm-hmm. They had a pr- actual practical robot suit in some points too. Hmm. Um, I thought, and sci-fi is a little bit more up my alley than like, I don't know, midsummer. <laughs> it, it defies genre. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, and but I also thought it was tight, and that's why it edged out um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Even though I think I like parts of that more, but I was like. As a whole, I think I Am Mother, I think I liked a little bit more. Hmm. Um, Is anyone famous in that? I don't 
remember. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't uh, think, I think so. The, the voice is Rose Byrne, I think. Yeah. The voice yeah. Of the Moira yeah. McTaggart. Yeah, Moira. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, we I was going through my notes because I'm like, I feel like I missed some Netflix movies in here and saw that we reviewed that early oh, in the yeah, year. I'm like, right. oh, yeah. Um, and I think we both enjoyed it pretty much. Yeah. For the most part. Good. So, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Just, pretty just good. number pretty one. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All these. I feel like every year we I've just completely like... pull the pull the rug out from Joel and he has to quietly like sit on his number one. Yeah. But anyway, the, that's it. My number seven. I am mother from Netflix. All right, All right it's my turn. <laughs> I'm not dignifying you with a response anymore. They're just gonna get funnier. <laughs> my number. Say in Spanish next time. <laughs> Let me text my mother. <laughs> And then wait for the autocorrected version, <laughs> and then the real correct. All right, my number six is uh, Lighthouse or The Lighthouse. Same. <laughs> really? Oh my god! No god, I, I went out of my way to like buy this because I wanted to see it so bad before I came here. I uh, so, the theater that I saw Parasite, yeah. they also were showing Lighthouse, so I saw them back to back. Oh, that's Jesus! Yeah, I was in <laughs> Milwaukee for one night. And I, <laughs> I had to film something, and then I went there and just watched four hours. It was like five hours actually. Parasite was almost three. Five hours of like art house cinema back to back. My goodness, just timed out perfectly. Yeah, this was available to buy on Amazon, and I was like, ah, I need to watch this before I come down here. I feel I have a feeling about it. And yep. It's my number six. Yeah, <laughs> what a feeling. And I wouldn't say I like enjoyed a whole lot of it. It was just like yeah. this is so it's fucked up that madness. it makes a list. Really, it's fucking yes. madness. Because I've literally heard almost nothing of what this movie is about. You're so. literally watching two men go absolutely insane. Great. Like, yeah. Fucking their beds and killing seagulls. <laughs> You had me at fucking my bed. Willem Dafoe <laughs> farts through the entire yes! <laughs> The entire movie's farting. That movie sounds amazing. Yeah, it's Willem Put it at Dafoe. my number one. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. <laughs> And it's filmed in the weirdest. Yeah, they uh, put it in. They put it like in an actual like sixteen by nine, I think. Like so, it's format. You're watching it in widescreen, but you only see like yeah. the middle of the screen. They have just big black bars yeah. through so, the entire movie. <laughs> it's filmed like an Instagram movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> oh no! No, it's yeah. like a, it no, adds it's, to the claustrophobia like yeah, of like, the lighthouse. I get it. Which is yeah. the only setting of the movie, <laughs> yeah. and it's in black and white. Doesn't it sound good? <laughs> Well, you had me get fucked out of bed, so <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yeah. And yeah. farts. Yeah. <laughs> then you get to see, like, weird, like, squid tentacles and mermaids and... Yeah, Pattinson fucks a mermaid. Pattinson fucks a mermaid. Oh my god. <laughs> it's all kind of an analogy, an yeah. analogy for uh, Proteus? Uh, or who's the Molly one Molly said takes... Prometheus. Prometheus, that's yeah. it, yeah. Getting the light. Yeah. Yep. And um, my, the, my favorite moment is where... Pattinson insults Defoe's cooking, and then Defoe <laughs> just unleashes Cut the monologue. Like this five-minute insult, <laughs> where he just like curses him and his yeah. family, and yeah. just just Talk goes about gutting on. him and like dragging his entrails across the shit. <laughs> it just goes on and on and on, and it's just over him saying like he hated his oh, cooking. Man. <laughs> Dude, my favorite part is when, like, Pattinson just out of nowhere just kills the fuck out of a seagull. Yeah. Like, just... Good lord. Beats Does he it. Kill the shit out of this <laughs> oh my seagull. God. 
Yes, it's oh, something else. Holy shit. I, would, I wouldn't even say, like, it's a good movie. It's just something you have to see. Oh, and I And once you've it. seen it, you have to be like, well, yeah, I mean, oh, that goes on my list. I loved it. I'm circling it on things that I missed, so I make sure I watch <laughs> I, that one first. Yeah, I it loved it so else. much. It's so good. And it's by the same guy that made The Witch. Yeah. I like uh, The Witch more, but they're... It's insane. It's like <laughs> Evil Dead 2. Oh, for great. like art house horror, <laughs> where I just expected every every item in the lighthouse to start laughing hysterically. <laughs> There's a part where Pattinson's burying Willem Dafoe alive, and Dafoe yeah. just keeps talking yeah, as keeps like his talking, mouth yeah. is just filling with he's dirt, yeah, throwing oh dirt God. on his face as he's still talking. <laughs> <laughs> But that's not the end. He's not dead at this point. Oh, man. Just... When he comes back, it's... <laughs> I lost my shit when he comes back. The way he comes back, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's amazing. <Damn. sighs> yep. Put all my other... I'm The rest of mine are just the lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> you put your eggs in the wrong basket. Uh, my number six is Joker, oh. actually. Uh, I know when we reviewed this initially... I wasn't super hot on it, yeah. But like what Dave said, like earlier, uh, right before we start, is like a lot of stuff came out this year that was just like, eh, yeah, like yeah. mediocre. And I felt like Joker was like the best mediocre movie that came <laughs> out, but for whatever reason, like cleaned up at the box office. I yeah. get why it was popular, but yeah. it just—I don't know. I it wasn't. So, uh, why am I talking it down so much when it was like my number six movie? <laughs> but like, uh, um, it wasn't really like my favorite movie of all time. And I think we said that during our initial review. Yeah. But on like maybe a recollection, I'm like, the acting was really good in it. The story was kind of predictable, but it was well done. But <laughs> Todd Phillips needs to shut the fuck up. Oh, I know. <laughs> I I left it off my list purely out of spite. Well, I thought about it because I yeah. Chelsea called on her way home from work, and I'm like, what movie do you think I would like more, Joker or The Irishman? And mm. she's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair enough. Okay. okay. <laughs> Like, I I said this before. I just I think the Joker is a really good performance in a really shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's a really that, shitty movie, like, but like, I think it's filmed really well. But all the story beats he takes in it are so like generic, stupid, and lazy. Yeah, yeah. It, I I would say it's just kind of like a middle of the road yeah. kind of take on it. But yeah, it's it's a good, well acted movie. Yeah, no, I I love like Joaquin Phoenix is really good in it, and but. I don't know, just everything around him was just, like, if you're going to tell a story about, like, the Joker or mental illness, like, this is what you do, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a take for now. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if it, like, well, it'll probably resonate years on the, down the line, <laughs> yeah. too, but who knows. I yeah. feel like I need to watch it again, like, fresh. I think yeah. when I saw it everything was too clouded and then after like everyone has a take on it so i yeah. think i yeah. i can't like look at it mm-hmm. unfeathered by that mm-hmm. yeah i remember thinking like and i sound like prudish when i say this but my main thought was like i can't believe they made this like in this time yeah like i thought it was like almost irresponsible to yeah. make this yeah. movie yeah. right where i'm like jesus fucking christ there's <laughs> nut jobs that dress as the joker <laughs> yeah. 
and kill people. Like, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's in bad taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, there were certain scenes where I'm like, fuck, they went there for this? <laughs> and I yeah. get, like, no, cinema can be, it's supposed to be dangerous. I'm like, right. yeah, it should, but, yeah. like, it's a little on the fucking nose. Yeah. Right. Like, you're just, like, drawing a spotlight on something that, like, <clears throat> is an issue, and you're not really taking a stance on it. You're almost painting it as like look at this guy look at him he's taking yeah. taking charge you right. know <laughs> yeah like, i don't know <laughs> it, it felt like a movie yeah. that tried to say so much that it told a, it like it had a completely different theme to it that they didn't notice where it's like if someone tried to make a movie like <laughs> they someone... accidentally made boondock saints <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like... <laughs> they wanted to make taxi driver and they made boondock saints <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, uh, it, it, it felt he, he wanted to say something about, like, mental illness, and he wanted to say something about, uh, like, the class systems and, like, the differential between it, and then it just kind of turned into, well, you should probably riot. Yeah. I was like, no. Like, <laughs> right, fuck the rich, like, kill yeah. Like, I think he, he had two different ideas for what he wanted to say about each, but then them combined tells, like, gives you, like, a theme that is dangerous in the long run. Where it's mm. like, if you would have said one or the other, it, w- it probably would have worked out. But he tried to do too much. Yeah, I felt... I There were moments that I liked, but they were mm-hmm. kind of peppered along a very drawn-out um, retread of stuff like Taxi Driver and other yeah, movies yeah. that... I don't even say they did it better. They just did it first, and this did, like, the exact same thing. Yeah. And then there was other moments where I'm like, shit, that seems in bad taste. Like, ugh, I don't know. I, I But saying that, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a Two-Face version in this universe. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I think the Batman uh, universe is full of interesting villains that you could kind of tell, like, a real-life story of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh i don't know if this was the best take on joker yeah out of those right well i mean you could have left out his name as the joker and named mm-hmm. it anything else and it would work just fine yeah, yeah. maybe i'm rethinking putting it on number <laughs> six but it's still there um before we get into number five let's take a little bit of halftime and do hey. a little bit of a listener mail i'm gonna grab some beers who wants one another round hey yep. another um we have one from oj uh, that actually came by a couple weeks ago that I just saw today. It got filtered in some other thing. So, OJ, if you're listening, I'm reading it right now. Don't lose your cool. I know how you just like to fly off the handle. <laughs> but uh, it says, hey, gents, it's been a while since I sent you an email and figured I was due. I have two recommendations for y'all. Number one, I found my favorite YouTube channel of 2019 recently and think you guys would also probably appreciate it. Dave, it's not us. <laughs> uh, I think I know what it is, though. I think I might know. Is it that dad? Yeah. It's yeah. the channel. The channel name is Dad. That's it. Just Dad. You should really check it out. There's a short story videos and also really fun music videos. If you check it out, start with the story videos and go back to the beginning because they do uh, follow a weird narrative. They're only one to two minutes each, and you can get a good handle on the series after only 10 to 12 minutes of time. I've not yet, so have you checked it out, Dave? I watched uh, him, it was a video of him just, like, dancing to a pop song, um, and that was it. Okay! <laughs> so, that's as far as I made it. I will check it out. But I, it was a total dad dance. Oh, sweet. You're yeah. awesome at dad dancing. I'm, I can tell you that right it's now. It's the role I was born to play. <laughs> uh, and two, uh, he might not want to do it, but I think it would be fun if JT were to talk about his wrestling from time to time in the What Else You've Been Up To segment at the end of the show. 
I see little bits and pieces on Twitter, but it would like, uh, but it would be kind of fun to get a little more context on Bucky's hijinks. Oh boy! Uh, we ever talk about wrestling on here? We do. We do. We do. Time to time. Yep, we All do. Right. Uh, he's GT over here is just so humble. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to bore our, our, our fans. And every time, <laughs> it's also <laughs> kind of funny. Every time you you tell me about like some famous person you've seen, I'm like, oh my god, you're so famous, and then you clam up. <laughs> like no i'm not and then he just kind of like well i was in a show with him it was fun uh the take uh what where i am here the take it home records seem like quite the team that must have been oh. something we said no that's my forever uh, ago yeah that's my uh might have been auto freelance wrestling in chicago got it. yeah it's auto correct yeah. me darren corbin and mikey mcfinnigan got it um also, you might want to keep an eye out for the old post office box. Might be a bit of Christmas cheer coming your way soon. Your Ooh. pal, OJ, sent from my crappy work PC. Mm. How oh, long ago was this? Did you get this? Uh, this that gift? was the 19th. Did you get this gift yet? I've been to the post office since, and there wasn't anything no. down there, so hopefully it wasn't sent back. It's just a big trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me let me know, OJ. Hit me up on the DMs. Jay must have fucking stole it. <laughs> God damn it, Jay. <laughs> fucking Jay. Um, and then the next letter here came from Eric Olson this week. Hey, easy. <laughs> uh, this one is actually a top 10 from his. Okay. It's uh, a little bit, uh, pornographic. Uh, yes. <laughs> and when I say a little, a lot, <laughs> no, it's all porn. Um, I didn't get to the theater as much as I'd like in 2019. So my best of list contains, uh, films and television, I have seen on Netflix and Disney Plus as well. Ooh. So here's his best for 2019, and I'll just go through them all. all right. uh, number 10, Secret Life of Pets 2. Nope. 9, Zombieland Double Tap. 8 is 6, Underground. 7 is Toy Story 4. 6 is The Rise of Skywalker. 5, Dolomite Is My Name. Mm-hmm. 4, The Irishman. 3, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. 2, Spider-Man Far From Home. And number 1, The Mandalorian. Interesting and choices. That was obviously sent from his iPhone. Oh, that's good <laughs> to hear. <laughs> so there you go. That's what Eric has been enjoying in 2019. Did, did you finish the Mandalorian, Troy? I did. Oh. I was thinking uh, maybe if you want to for next week, we do that for an extra ep. We can do that. All right. I also, have I, also, a message. I also finished it. You have a message. I, I read it. Okay. It was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh look who's clamming up <laughs> uh, Troy your messages are so awesome thanks Dave you're welcome <laughs> uh, do you want to go on to your number 5 pick top Dave five. top 5 is it my turn <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> alright I think this came out this year I <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do we feel about Ghostbusters? (laughs) No, my number five was one that came out in the theater, and I sat on it forever, and then finally, like, I got around to renting it or something. I don't even remember. I don't remember the turn of events. I was drunk. (laughs) Drunk as a skunk. But I saw the movie yesterday. Oh, yeah. As in the title of the movie. Yes. I didn't watch it the day before now. Great. That's all I have. Whenever. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> no, uh, the, the Danny Boyle pick about the guy who gets in a car accident. 
or he gets hit by a car. He mm-hmm. wakes up, and he's the only person in the world that can remember the Beatles. Yes. And he's a failed musician himself, and he just, like, through a matter of happenstance, plays some Beatles songs, and everyone goes... They just Gaga. Yeah, they lose their shit over it, uh-huh. creaming their jeans over it, uh-huh. and he uh, eventually rises to like superstardom as like the most famous you know artist in the world. Right. In the whole time, he feels kind of guilty, and he's kind of weighing out like, should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of explores that. And it was just a really fun, tight, inventive movie. Yeah. It's like a concept movie where you can just tell someone the plot, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. How would that play yeah. out? Yeah, I. this is actually one that I wanted to check out, and I didn't get to yet either. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, sweet. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Good music, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of moments where you think you might know where it's going, and then it kind of throws you for a curveball, and Ooh, you're like, okay. oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done. I'm down for that. All yeah. right. No, I, I I saw this this year, and yeah, I liked it, but like, I don't know. I feel like the the female uh, the female lead in it is so weird. Like she she's does, pretty hot and cold. Yeah, she does so much stuff in there where it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like she spends she spends like the first part of the movie being like, I want you to get famous, and then when he gets famous, she's like, well, I don't want to be a part of your life anymore. I don't want you to get famous. Yeah, <laughs> this is pretty much it. I was like, well, I can't be with you if you're famous. It was like you just spent a fucking long time telling me to get famous. I don't know. It, I feel like that might have been intentional. Like, just as some people are a bit like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe, just yeah. a character flaw, not yeah. a plot hole. I didn't think you'd actually get famous, you loser. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That's kind of how it goes. But, I don't know. Yeah, I think that was just, that was the thing that just kind of drive me crazy about it. But other than that, I, I did really like it. Like, I loved the... They do, like, a whole thing where it's, like, not just the Beatles are the thing that don't exist anymore. Like, they do, like, small inside jokes here and yeah. there. Like, uh, Coke? When he, when he keeps, keeps asking Pepsi? for a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he keeps asking for a Coke, but it's, like, uh, Coca-Cola doesn't exist, but cocaine does. Yeah. So it's, like, can I get Coke? And they're, like... Give <laughs> <laughs> uh... so him, like, this side eye. <laughs> Joel just made a face like you really want to do cocaine here at this restaurant, sir. Also, at this fancy restaurant that you ordered a Coca Cola at. <laughs> also, he looks up Oasis and oh, they don't yeah. exist. They He's like, exist. well, that makes sense. <laughs> Suck an Oasis. I love Ed Sheeran in this too. Ed Sheeran's yeah. hilarious and very really... self-deprecating. Yeah. Yeah, like his, his, like his ringtone is his own song. And like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh, it's good. I mean, it's not something that like changes your life, but it's mm-hmm. you. It's one of those like you know Sunday afternoon movies where mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. That was a good good way to spend two hours. Good. I'd put it up there with Crawl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to some Beatles and then watch some people get mauled by crocodiles. Great. <laughs> or alligators. I can never tell. Whatever. Okay. Do a double feature with this in the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, JT, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is one that you brought up, Troy, that you wanted to see. The Art of Self-Defense. Yes. I I, I dug this. Like, I, I brought it up before. Like, This is the perfect marriage between Napoleon Dynamite and Fight Club. <laughs> yes. Oh. Is Where... this Danny McBride? No, it's no, uh, Jesse it? Eisenberg. Oh, okay. Uh, he plays like a guy that's just kind of like this soft-spoken guy that works at an office building, and one day he gets like mugged by these guys that are just like just brutally beat the shit out of him, and like steal his shit, and then he feels so threatened that he decides to go and get trained at this strip mall karate class where they take themselves 
way more serious than they probably should. And just like all the the weird rules they have within within their group is so fucking stupid <laughs> and hilarious. Like they're they have a they have a picture hanging up of like their former master who's now dead. But I guess <laughs> but they did like a whole thing where like they made up this whole thing that he mastered this art where he can kill people with his index finger, and he killed the the three he killed like the three. Uh, most skilled masters in that county with just his index finger. And he was so decorated that he decided to take all the colored belts and rip them apart and sew them together and wear it as one giant belt. <laughs> I love the county. Yeah. <laughs> the county. It's like within the area. In the tri-state like, area. Yeah, yeah like just in the area. But it's, it's just shit like that is hilarious. Or is this like... It's just a bunch of guys. And he like, killed them. Yeah, like murdered them. Yeah, <laughs> like they start. They like as like he as like Jesse Eisenberg like falls deeper within. Like they have like a quote unquote night class where they do all this this crazy shit. So like, well, you get the sticker if you if you join the night class, and then he joins, and it's just it's just ridiculous bullshit. Where it's just like. I don't think you should be doing any of this. <laughs> is it like full on Anchorman crazy, or is it more like toned down it's Napoleon like, Dynamite? No, it's yeah, it's Napoleon Dynamite okay. crazy. Like there's like a scene where like he finally bucks up to like the bullies that bullies at his office building, and then like he punishes them by making them do push-ups with him. <laughs> 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 so it's just, it's just shit like that, but it's oh, it's it's really good. And then like the ending got me in a way where it's like I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. And I lost my shit after it. Like, oh, good. It's so funny, and it it's sounds good. Kind of like that Observe and Report movie, like especially. Uh, yeah. It sounds fucking... Observe and Report. I fucking hated that movie, <laughs> but, but I love the ending. He just <laughs> What's guns the down the, <laughs> the streaker. <laughs> Uh, like a heroic chase in slow mo through the mall, right. and then he gets to him, and he just, just shoots fucking him, blows right him away. away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> I think it sounds better than Observer Report. Maybe I'm biased against Observer Report, but uh, but yeah, I I really want to check this no, out. I love it because it's like it's it's a bunch of men being masculine, but everyone's soft spoken, so you can almost kind of see how masculinity is so pathetic. Mm-hmm. Where they're not like they're not being like big and in your face, you're just being soft spoken. But it's like, oh wow, you're kind of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know, I lo- I loved it. I had a blast with it. Alright, is it my turn? No, Dave. <laughs> it is my turn. Uh, my number five pick is The Irishman. Actually, we uh, I'm also... take a three-hour leak. Yeah. <laughs> also, we just recently reviewed this as well. Yeah. Um, I went back to my notes to see like what I... Because I think with time a little bit, I might have soured a little bit on it. But then I went back to my notes and like wrote down and like uh, read all the things that I liked. And I'm like... Yeah, I guess it was really good. I think the only thing that, like, kind of bummed me out about it was, like, the last hour. Yeah. Because like, it did not as much as the first two hours, which is insane to say. Yeah. This three-hour-long movie. But, like, overall, this movie was great. Yeah, it's it's good. If anything, it's long. Yeah. And, some, <laughs> and at points, you feel how long it is. But yeah. the best thing about it is that it's on Netflix, so you can break it up. Oh, yeah. So... But anyway, The Irishman is great. We have a whole review on it. Oh, yeah. I Check it out. I don't feel like the need to go in about it all, but like it's a Scorsese yeah. flick. 
Pesci's back. Yep. De Niro's in it. Pesci's back. Pesci's back, baby. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to learn a little bit about labor unions, <laughs> it's in it. They go in depth on labor unions. <laughs> uh, Dave. Oh, oh but, not back from the potty. But I'll, I don't know, I'll just say that uh, Irishman probably would have been on my list, but. I don't know, there's so much stuff that I've just... God, you're still talking about the Irishman. (laughs) You've only been gone four hours, Dave. Come on. We had to explain the whole plot and then talk about why we like it. Did you talk about the labor unions? Oh, we talked about... You better believe we talked about the labor unions. damn straight we talked about the labor (laughs) unions. I can't imagine any scenario... Where I would willingly watch The Irishman. <laughs> I And I really like Scorsese, but this yeah. movie does not interest me in the slightest. The only reason I was even interested at all is because I think I just watched a recently a Scorsese movie where I'm like, oh yeah, I... Was it The Joker? No. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, everything he makes I usually kind of like and I go in mm-hmm. not caring at all. And I went in, I'm like, it starts pretty good, and like I'm into it the first like two hours, but that it's just the length of this fucking thing. Yeah, is, that's it. It's like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, but it's good, so it's good. So check it out, Dave. Why is every movie this year like three hour minimum? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's frustrating. I hope there's a change somewhere soon. That like the motion picture fucking group says like movies can only be two hours long like, maximum you're just too long so, a lot of my picks are purely on runtime <laughs> like i mean it was okay but it was a brisk 90 minutes so I'm, it's gonna edge out this yeah, edge out it that's how you picked number 10 you're just yeah, like well crawl's really short so that's number 10 yeah i'll have you know that all three of my contenders were fairly short <laughs> Bumps it up a whole letter grade. <laughs> it beat out us and Brightburn. My crawl did. Oh yeah, yeah. I had us uh, as a maybe a possible contender too, but I thought mm-hmm. I thought that it ended very bizarrely. Yeah, and I thought about it too hard, and it broke the movie. It totally did. They <laughs> gave you just too much explanation yep. that it wrecked it. Yeah, I wanted to like us way more than I than I than I did. Yeah, yeah. I was just, but afterwards, I went back and rewatched Get Out. And yeah. It's so good. Get out, get out is borderline flawless. Yeah, I love it. It totally is. I was like, yeah. my God, it's even yeah. better in comparison. <laughs> yeah. Even like knowing how it ends, like you see all of the foreshadowing in the beginning, and it's just like, holy shit, you thought all of this out. Yeah. Oh, it, it was so well handled, especially yeah. all like, even the offhanded comments yeah. that the white people make mm-hmm. where it's so close to being racist that you yeah. like start to cringe yeah. and then it, they they like just substitute a word and yep. you're like oh i'm st- i still no i'm not going with that <laughs> yeah get out is like go get out is like borderline perfect holy shit Dave, is it you? Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. Uh, it is. Yes. It All is. right. Um, my number, are we four? My yep. number four, four. Uh, it's been touched on already. Maybe me and Joel have samesies <laughs> again. Maybe not. Who knows? It's Midsummer. Ooh. It's Midsummer. 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 I, uh, I really enjoyed this one. I like the vibe that Ari Aster mm-hmm. is laying down. Mm-hmm. Is a sophomore flick. I I enjoyed Hereditary more. 
I felt like it was a tighter movie, mm-hmm. and it dealt more with like possession and demon stuff, which I prefer in my horror genres over crazy cult stuff. Uh-huh. But I still have a soft spot for crazy cult stuff, yep. <laughs> especially like Wicker Man esque crazy yep. cult stuff. Even down to the bear suit that they <laughs> they brought in, like from the Nick Cage remake of uh, Wicker Man. But, uh, no, this is another one, uh, just like we were saying with Get Out, like, it is so finely structured, where every single moment, like, plays out. You're like, oh my god, they brought that back, or that's why this did that, and, um, the acting, phenomenal, especially the lead actress, uh, I can't remember her name, but her character in the movie's Danny. And the amount of grief and sorrow that she portrays. <laughs> she is the best crier. Oh my I've lord. Like, it hurt for me to watch her cry. Yes. Like, she knows how to, like, torture herself through crying. And it all seems, like, so realistic. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I've had family members die around me. Not by my hand. <laughs> but Did I... they jump off a cliff? <laughs> stuff a hose in their mouth? <laughs> I mean, I haven't, I haven't experienced something quite so traumatic as yeah. anything in this. But I, I've, you know, I've experienced sorrow and yeah. hurt, uh-huh. and this movie like bumps that up to the extreme. And all the ways that the people behave and react seem completely like believable, realistic, mm-hmm. and plausible yeah. for those scenarios. Yep. And they're all very different than what you normally see mm-hmm. in movies. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, they are going for it <laughs> yeah. with that like cry. You oh know? boy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that like the acting alone is phenomenal in it. And then just the way that like the creepy stuff is sprinkled throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. It's all in broad daylight, which I think gives it an edge, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, which is so unheard of in horror movies. Yep. And just how matter of factly this cult is, which is like the creepiest thing of all cult movies, yeah. because they, it's like you know crazy religion where they yep. fully believe what they're doing is what is correct what right. is right so they're killing you like with a smile on their face right. because yeah. they believe they're doing like the good work right yeah. and that's what's so horrifying about this because you can't reason with these people mm-hmm. and just all the awful things that happen and then as it plays out where she's just kind of like brought into the cult and she's at this point in her life where like, you know what? My life is fucked. Everyone around me is dead or, like, cheated on me. I'm just gonna go... I'm gonna go along with these people that seem like <laughs> yeah. they care about me. Mm-hmm. And how it all, like, plays out, I thought it was just perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, <laughs> a good, satisfying <laughs> ending. <laughs> I told you, like, when she turns and smiles at the end as her yeah. boyfriend dies, my wife was like, good for her. <laughs> And this was a movie that I waited until we were, like, in a good mood with each other before I showed it to her. (laughs) Because I was like, I'm not going to show you this at the wrong time. Because the boyfriend in this is a shit. And I have to make sure that I haven't done anything really (laughs) to, like, get on your nerves prior to this. (laughs) In case I wind up burned up in a bear suit. Uh, I got this further up my list. But I I will say before we move on that, like, without getting too far into my personal life, this is the most accurate portrayal of, like, what it's like to be on mushrooms, too. <laughs> yeah, all the drug stuff. It yeah. wasn't in your face, over the top. Yeah. It was just yeah. this weird peripheral, yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh, yep. I don't yeah. like this. Yeah. Right. And then, like, the fact that they would like, throw it in here and there, where it's like, oh, they're still on drugs. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. And some of the lines where it's like, oh, I think I, I think I drank one of her pubic hairs. 
He's like, yeah. yes, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, even, like, even like the shit where like they don't even like say anything, where it's like so they, they show that they show that whole collage of like how she's trying to get him to fall in love with him, and then it's like his lemonade is just a tad bit more red <laughs> yes. than everyone else's. They never say anything about it. Hue. Yeah, yeah. but you is, remember yeah. the the yeah. quilt with yeah. someone yeah. like oh, squatting okay. over a cup, yeah. pouring period yeah. blood yeah. into it. Yeah. Ugh. It's like just enough for it's like you don't have to say anything. We already know what it is. Yes, and just the grotesqueness of the violence in this yeah. is so great. It's yeah. just like the whole movie isn't violent, yeah. but there's like three or four instances mm-hmm. that are more violent than just about any yeah. other movie. Like where you're like, oh yeah. my god! Like the fact that it is so bright and comforting, it almost makes the violence even more extreme when yeah. they actually do yes. show it. Right? Yeah. And this guy must have a thing for head injuries. Oh, God. Because remember yeah. Hereditary? Oh, my God, yeah. do I? <laughs> yeah. Like, my Lord, yeah. Ari Oster is the king of he head hates, trauma. Yeah, he hates heads. <laughs> when that fucking old dude jumped off the cliff. Oh. Oh, my fuck. And then... <laughs> what an idiot. Did he not watch the woman that went right before him? And fucking belly... F- or no, she belly flopped. Yeah. He, like screwdrivers in yeah right and then did he, he ever, didn't die yeah, did he ever see like other like other people have done this in front of him they had to have yes. so he never saw those like oh that's what i do i just dive head first into that rock that's what i gotta do <laughs> i'm gonna go feet first i'm just gonna dip my toe <laughs> yeah. but i don't know but there's there's been sometimes especially when i was a kid where i'd jump on the diving board and was like i'm gonna dive i'm gonna dive oh shit uh, no <laughs> <laughs> Gainer, no, no. <laughs> oh man! And like some of the funny lines in this were hilarious. Like the humor in this movie oh, to God. counteract the horror is yeah. so uh, fucking funny. That Will yeah. Poulter, Will Poulter is, is hilarious. So in this. fucking funny. But he like, talks like, "My grandpa got Lyme disease and he's <laughs> fucked." <laughs> I was gonna say that exact line. <laughs> he's fucked. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's higher up my list, but yeah, Midsummer. Right, good. Good deal. Uh, where where are we at? Number it's my turn? <laughs> number it's number oh 4. Oh my god. Is it your it's number my, 4? It's my turn, yeah. Okay. Uh, my Oh number... shit, it's Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> my number 4 and my number 3 are like kind of interchanged, but I think I just picked this one because like it's one that I expected to be good, whereas the other one I didn't expect to be good. Mm-hmm. So my number four is Avengers Endgame. Okay. Which I'm, I'm sure is probably higher up your guys' list, but yeah, I'll, I'll just say just for myself that it was like, this is like the movie equivalent to a knot, where it's like, <laughs> like it can't exist without like all the laces, but then it ties all of them together in a mm-hmm. way where it's like... Like, I don't it's even a pretty know how little the fuck, yeah, like, how the fuck can you, like, do anything more than that? Mm-hmm. It's quite the metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Like, it can't exist without with, without that, but it's, like, it makes everything else tie together in a way where it makes everything else better. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I, I really appreciate it for that. Like, there was, I was trying to be kind of a hater and try and put this, like, lower on my list, but every time I kept going back to it being, like, but it did so much with, like... <laughs> It could have. This could have been an absolute disaster, but it did so much just for like what it's trying to do. Right. Remember Justice League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I do. Yeah. This. this yeah. It, it's. It, it's like a. They had to deal with so much stuff, and everything came together in the end. And I. It's. Yeah. It's, Ten years of unprecedented yeah. franchise building. <laughs> yeah. 
like it'll never happen again. No, it will <laughs> not. No, it won't. No, it won't. And Marvel but, Studios should have just shut down after yeah, that. Yeah. Because it's all downhill yeah. from there. Yeah. I, I'll say I probably like Infinity War more than this, but it's like, I mean, the, the both of them kind of go together in a way where it's like you can't have one without the other. Yeah, I feel like they're two mo- or they are one movie yeah you know like you yeah. can't say like oh i love infinity war and endgame's okay like no it's one fucking movie <laughs> right people I, but i don't know like the experience <clears throat> i had walking out of infinity war was so much more fun than this where it's like i walked out of infinity war with people in shock that yeah. they did this and then walk out of, out of an endgame people were like i mean it's sad but i saw that coming like in infinity war people were like what the like you would have swore, like you just, they just watched like their family be murdered in front of them. <laughs> they been summered. Yeah, it was like quiet. It was well, like guess... walking out of like a Good Friday. Like, it was like walking out of like a fucking like Good Friday church service. Or it was like Jesus is dead, guys. Let's go home. It's like holy shit. But, but yeah, but with this, it's like like they they had to they had to make it where it all fit together. Where it's like, well, we can't have it. Where it's like the Avengers are dead, so we got to do something. And it's like. I, I mean, yeah, you have to do that, but it was like, man, that experience of walking out of Infinity War with just everything being in shambles was so much more fun. Mm. I have to I have to disagree, but only as, like, a comic super nerd who yeah. expected that from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So, like, where a normal person would be... Like, oh my, wait, that's it? That's the end? I was, the whole time <laughs> I was like... This is the end of everything right now? Yeah, the whole time I was like, yeah, get to the, get to that so we can go and fix it in the next movie. Like, mm. I, I was waiting for, like, what the other turn of the coin would be, or for the other yeah. shoe to drop, because yeah. knowing Thanos mm. and all that, I knew he was gonna wipe out everybody, mm. and then they'd have to come back and fix him, and I was more into, like, how are they gonna fix it? Because yep. I knew that was how Infinity War had to end. Yeah. yeah. But, um... It was bo- It was excellent. <laughs> I, watched, I showed it to my kid, my six-year-old kid at the time, and it ended. Like, the cr- the quiet, silent credits came up, and he looked at me like, <laughs> like that's it? <laughs> the like, end. Hold on, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> that's it. I was like, no, there's more, but we got to wait a year. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, for someone that doesn't have all that baggage on to know that that's you know what's yeah. gonna happen like yeah. holy shit what a shock yeah. it's like yeah. the empire strikes oh, back yeah. of the yeah. marvel movies mm-hmm. i kind of wish i could have seen it that way <laughs> whereas <laughs> yeah. i yeah. think endgame made way more of an impact for me because i didn't know how they were, they were gonna, gonna fix everything, everything. Yeah. yeah i guess resolve is a better word fix i don't know if that works <laughs> somewhat but yeah yeah uh endgame is a little bit higher up on my list but uh we'll get to it later okay uh my number four is actually shazam oh all right. I didn't. I thought I was going to transform there, and I didn't. I just still in my pudgy self. <laughs> um, you, look, I, you look a little trimmer. Thanks, Dave. You're I'm welcome. wearing a tighter shirt. <laughs> I would love it if Shazam was just a thing where it's like you yell it and you just like lose 15 pounds until you say it again. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> it's like, oh, we'll I have an outline of abs. <laughs> we go Shazam. <laughs> you just suck, suck in, it in and correct your posture. <laughs> um, I, I might, I know I'm biased on this. Shazam is one of my favorite characters in comics, and so when this movie came by, I was pretty apprehensive mm-hmm. of what's going on. But I heard it was going to base a lot on the 
current Jeff Johns run, and it actually did a lot of the Jeff Johns run, even to the point where it's been out a while. But like, this I'd say in- it was like a full adaptation. Yeah, it did. Like his whole family ended up being like Shazams. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shazamly, <laughs> so, I believe. Yeah, oh yeah, that's very true. Shazamly. <laughs> uh, and I was like, wow, that. I I guess I didn't expect it to even go there. I thought it was going to be like, nah, it's just a one singular hero type deal. Yeah. yeah you think they'd save that for the inevitable sequel? No, but they didn't. Maybe I'm glad they threw it in. It, yeah. It felt very. Uh, uh, felt complete. It did, and I like that it's like a good-natured fun superhero romp it it's it completely opposite of like an end game where it's just like a fun mm-hmm. it's not um from a from the dc point of things it's not like a dour uh like dawn of justice uh or even like what is it some kind of suicide squad <laughs> suicide squad <laughs> even like kind of Aquaman at points are just like ho hum, and I felt like this was like a tighter, lighter, fun adventure romp. Yeah, and I appreciated that it did have a bit of an edge to it at times too, like the boardroom scene. Oh, oh I always like, forget. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. this would be a movie where if I saw it as a kid, there would be certain moments that like almost traumatized me, like right. that stuck with me. One right. of those movies where like you see it, like Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> Like those fucking exactly trolls. like Ernest scared stupid haunted me as a kid. <laughs> my, I made Holy the mis- my parents shit. made the mistake. My Spanish speaking mother made the mistake. Of well, making- every couple of years, yeah, <laughs> we'll give her five to ten years to get it down packed. She made the mistake of taking me and some friends on like my sixth or seventh birthday Ernest to see scared Ernest scared stupid, stupid in the theater, Dude. and like. Some of my cousins left in tears. Wait, have you seen her scared stupid? I have, but like I, Dude, maybe I saw it too late. Are shit, man, terrifying. I watched, children. yeah, I watched it at, at an early you enough see age. See that in the it theater? Fucked me up. <laughs> you go to sleep worrying you're gonna wake up as a wooden Dude, doll, man. It fucked oh my me up. God. That shit is scary as shit. And then at the end, when they're like. They're leading the charge against the, the trolls, and yeah. Ernest is taking on these different characters and personalities, and you're like, it's a little better, but <laughs> <laughs> the stakes are still set. Uh, I'm trying to see where you can see Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> you gonna watch it tonight? <laughs> Maybe. Don't watch it before bed. I want to say, like, right after the credits, they have, like, a huge jump scare, like, right after the credits that I remember just fucked me up every time I'd watch it. <laughs> Like, I would, like... It it's, got just, to... it's the clip scene from Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for some reason, cut into the credits yeah. of Ernest Scared I remember I, I would watch it as a kid, and I liked it, but there was, like, a... I remember there was a certain part, I, and I think it was, like, close to the credits where I had to, like, leave the room. Because yes. I knew that would it fucked me up, and I had to, like, wait until that was over so I could come back and watch the rest of it. I did the same thing as a kid. I'd put on a movie on video, and then, yep. like, be certain parts where I'd leave the room. Yeah. And just go in the other room for like 10 minutes and then come back and be fine yeah didn't understand how like the remote control fast forward works apparently well it was oh. a vcr that shit's fucked oh I yeah know. you might catch a glimpse of it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> in a very snowed out version oh i love that we've talked about get out and Ernest scared stupid more than 90 percent of the movies that we're actually discussing don't forget how to train your dragon yes there you go. Uh, Let's do Ernest Scared Stupid for Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. We need go. to be on your random movie we list. Need, 
why haven't we seen more Ernest movies? Is what I we know, could say. Right? We've watched Ernest all the Fast jail. and Furious movies and none of the Ernest movies. <laughs> Ernest Next summer, go to jail. Ernest summer, Ernest. summer of Ernest. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me. Watch all the Ernest movies for our summer. <laughs> I think we'd be sick by the second one. Be like. Fuck this. Yeah, I was gonna I say, you look them up. There's like 12. <laughs> Fuck that. My name's not Vern, bitch. <laughs> Ernest can go to hell. Yeah. Call me Vern, motherfucker. Oh. oh my god. I did enjoy Shazam too. I had it on my list and I think I kind of edged it out, but it, it's yeah. probably better than most of the ones at the bottom of my list. <laughs> it's definitely my honorable mentions. Yeah. yeah. I really yeah. liked it. I liked it more than Captain Marvel. Me if too. we're in yeah. the Marvel family. Yep. Yeah. Same. All right. It's my turn. It is, Dave. I'm going to go grab more beers. <laughs> All right. Another round. My Another my number three. We're in three now. We're in top three. Top yep. Three, Joey, sh- Joey should probably get back here for the top three. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome, Dave. Glad, Anytime. Glad to stop by once a year. <laughs> Based on my... <laughs> My one-time blockbuster movie employee cred of being your resident movie guy. Yep. (laughs) My number three is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And this is probably higher on my list because I just love a good Tarantino romp. Yep. And I like this one a lot more than I've liked his last two or three, Mm -hmm. I'd say. Um, You discussed it pretty well. I will pull back my rebuttal. Okay, I have right here. Rebuttal. Rebuttal. Good. Asterisk. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys. What now? Troy, Troy leaves notes. Um, <laughs> Is it my turn? I said maybe I have Sharon Tate, yes. maybe? So your issue with Sharon Tate, which I uh, feel like is an understandable qualm with mm-hmm. the movie, but I feel like the title in itself presents itself as like a fairy tale type mm-hmm. of storyline mm-hmm. set in the 60s, 70s Hollywood. Yeah. And Sharon Tate is the princess that needs to be saved from mm-hmm. the horrible dragons, which are the Manson family. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Pitt and DiCaprio are the knights that come to her rescue. Uh-huh. And I feel like that was probably his uh, like outline going forward and then he just filled it in with fun shit that he would love to put in a movie from that time period. Yeah. But you have to keep that that structure of the story of like these two like dashing guys coming to the aid of a yeah. woman in uh, distress. Yeah. So like you can't not have her in it and then I have disagree. That I think you make... can have her not in it. But then what is what's the ending then? They could have just come kill uh, DiCaprio because he was a dick to him or whatever. But that's not how the Manson family thing plays out. They're not. But there to this kill isn't DiCaprio. like. But this is like a revisionist history. So like, and it it totally is. But like, you still have to get them there somehow. I think like it 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 plays with your expectations in the same way that Inglorious Bastards does, where mm. you expect it to go one way, and then Tarantino gives you like the fairy tale ending of like, but wouldn't it be nice? If these guys just fucking made hamburger out of Hitler's face, <laughs> or if when they're going to kill like poor beautiful Sharon Tate and her unborn child, these two like kind of down on their luck dudes go in and just beat the shit out of these hippie Manson family mooks. Yeah, you know it's like you've got to have this 
this treasure, this woman that is like this pure uh, light, yeah. you know, that is uh, snuffed out by these assholes mm-hmm. to have these guys come in and come to a rescue. Yeah. And I don't think like the, I don't feel like the whole movie is actually about that. No. Just like no, I don't either. Bastards no. isn't about them killing Hitler, right? Yeah. And it's all these great moments uh, prior to that. Yeah, but I don't think there's a too much of Sharon Tate in there that it somehow detracts from yeah. like well you know you, you get to her at the end and it's like oh what a waste of time it was prior to that that was kind of a jumbled mess a bit like the movie itself <laughs> it could use a trim it's yeah. like one of Tarantino's most self-indulgent but at the same mm-hmm. time I love Tarantino so I don't mind when he's self-indulgent yeah I, like, what I liked so much about this was that like it felt like Tarantino was finally making a movie where like, he was putting his own characters into it, but then he left out the whole, like, homicidal maniacness of it. Yeah, and there then, were Until all, it like... got to the end, where it was like, <laughs> no, they're homicidal maniacs yeah. still, don't worry, guys. <laughs> where I was like, I wanted to see Tarantino just, like, take a step back from himself, or, like, he doesn't feel like he has to make it uber-violent, where it's like, he just makes characters for the sake of characters, and be- because he knows Hollywood so well, he can just make that the story. And I was really digging, like, almost his entire movie up until, like, the last 30 minutes where he felt like he needed to make this big, uber-violent scene. Which, I mean, it's it's entertaining, but it was like, I just like watching you make characters. Now, I feel like I wouldn't have liked it as much if it didn't go crazy <laughs> over-the-top violence at the I, end. Yeah. I felt like that was the payoff, where it's like, yeah, fuck those guys! <laughs> yeah. You know? I, I'm split between uh, both, because I, I, I... I get what you're saying, because I yeah. never even thought about it. Yeah, he hasn't made a movie where the protagonists aren't killers. Yep. Yeah. Until this, and then they do, then they but it's in people. self-defense. <laughs> yeah. But it's really yeah. brutal it's, self-defense. It's done in self-defense, but it's self-defense where it's like, I'm going to turn you into a fucking... <laughs> like, I'm going to barbecue me. you, and then... <laughs> cave your face in kind oh, of violence but then the callback to that flamethrower just had me rolling did, yeah, oh yeah it's yeah, not even like too. that clever of a callback yeah. but like it's just like yeah. it's so great it's like, why yeah. would he have it and why would it still be like juiced up and working <laughs> it's just like i fucking love it yeah. and when pit just bashes that girl's face into every possible <laughs> surface <laughs> in the house I saw it in the theater, and I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. It's not my favorite Tarantino. And then I watched it again, and kind of knowing the pacing of it, mm-hmm. I think helps. I think that yeah. helps for a lot of movies that are maybe overly long. Like, yeah. when you know what you're in for, yeah. you can appreciate it more, yeah. and you're not, like, waiting for something to happen. And upon the rewatch, I like this way more. I would yeah. say it probably jumped on my Tarantino list, like, maybe two mm-hmm. or three places. Okay. Um, I, like, I just want to reemphasize, like, I don't... Um, dislike the Sharon Tate stuff in it. If if they actually incorporated a little bit more, because I didn't really end up caring for her at all, because she was just so vacant from the other two guys that I really cared about. Mm-hmm. And then she's kind of just doing stuff off over here, and they never really connected enough for me to want to care. Yeah, I get yeah. that. She had no like connective <laughs> yeah. tissue with them, mm-hmm. but. Uh, as I say, like when I watched it the second time, I liked her more. The first time, I was in the same boat. Have you yeah. only seen it once? Mm-hmm. Maybe if you watch it again, it, she'll grow on you more. Like kind of knowing okay. what you're yeah. in for there, and kind of see. And the way I pictured her as she's like this 
she's like this damsel in distress almost Mm -hmm. for lack of better terms but she's she's this person that you can see she's starting her career and she means well and Mm -hmm. she has a kid and she's just so pure and pleasant she doesn't have a ton of like personality on screen she's just like that just like that perfect person Mm -hmm. where it's like man they killed like this angel you know right she's like this perfect actress the start of her career everyone could love her she could be this huge like marilyn monroe sensation Mm -hmm. and they like cut it short yeah so to see that going in where it's like no they fucking get these guys and then she has this (laughs) wonderful career or this wonderful life and she's a great mother or whatever it's like okay that that kind of makes it better Mm -hmm. in my eyes yeah but we can all agree Brad Pitt's the coolest motherfucker in the Absolutely. world, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was really digging just the, the beginning of this where it was like the only thing I really wanted to share in Tate in this was just like I wanted to see more, like give give her more flashbacks than they gave DiCaprio because I feel like at the beginning of this they were telling a, like a really good story of like two actors in different aspects of their careers and then yeah. seeing how like in the middle, yeah, you're famous and you're whatever, but like at the end, like you're this way and in the beginning you're this way where it's like Sharon Tate's young and she really appreciates more like uh outside people's respect of her work and then you have DiCaprio who's older and, and respects more like his peers look at his work and like playing it up that way where like you can do the flashbacks with Sharon Tate where like she's sitting in a theater watching her movie and then every time people react do a flashback of like what the work she did to get to that point and like kind of how they did with DiCaprio and like kind of the like the comparison of both to where at the end they like prop themselves back up because her him saving her life props him up so then they like are back in the middle. Yeah, I I definitely won't argue that she is underutilized in mm-hmm. it and it probably would be a better movie if they did more with her. I get her role in it, but um yeah, I think it I think adding more of her and giving her more substance would only improve the yeah. movie. Yeah. So I, you know, I guess my rebuttal has been rebuttal <laughs> by myself <laughs> as I think about it. Like I, I get her part and I, I can deal with it, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. But I think I could love it if she had more to do. Yeah. But yeah. I think Tarantino is just more interested in telling the other characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wonder why he wasn't interested in telling more of her. Maybe it was just out of respect for her because she's a real person. Yeah. She's one of the only real people in mm-hmm. a mostly fictional cast who yeah. died horribly. Yeah. And maybe he just wanted to like kind of treat her with respect from a distance isn't she nice i don't want to like put words in her mouth i don't want to like guess at what her personality was i just want to see her like as she appeared in the very few film performances she was in and just kind of leave the rest up to the audience of like man what could she have been yeah yeah do you remember when the movie was being cast and there was like a big hoopla about um manson being in this yeah and then he's, he's in, a scene? in it yeah. for like a second. I've heard there's like a half hour of deleted scenes in this. One of which Tim Roth is in, and yeah. he's even in the credits, and he's in parentheses on or like not in it. And they say something like not in the movie or something like that. So he had this whole scene that got cut out. I don't know if they're on the DVD or not. I haven't watched them, but I'd be interested because I yeah. know there's more Manson in the deleted scenes. Hmm. Okay, and it's the same guy that plays Manson in Mindhunter too. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, I, shit. made I, in the same year. Holy shit, holy that guy! <laughs> t- 
typecast. <laughs> Holy shit, that's funny. Uh, who is who is the last one to go? Is it my turn? Are we done? Are we are we done <laughs> I don't here? Know. I just went. We're on number three, and number it's Joel's three. turn. Yeah, it's my turn. But it might be my turn. Uh, like I said before, like my four and three are kind of interchangeable. But the only reason I made three the way it is is because like I felt like this one had no right to be made, but yet it was still, I'd say probably in my opinion just as good as four so my number three is toy story four okay yep because uh yeah cause this like i i think i like avengers endgame and toy story four like equally but like this is the one where i was like this is gonna suck mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i went into it and i was like holy shit this is really good like the fact that they took this story and like like a story that should have ended and they found a way to add on to it in a way where you're like yeah, there, there's more to say with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I completely agree. I, I need to watch it again because I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. But I feel like on repeats, I would like it even more. Yeah. I just need to kind of remember what all happened. But I remember loving how Toy Story 3 wrapped up so much. Yeah. And feeling like, that's the end. Mm-hmm. You know, what more do you do? Uh-huh. And then yeah. seeing this, and it's like, yeah, but it's not the end, you know? Yeah. Like, people come out of your life, yeah. or people leave your life, but you're still there, and then you you make it work, and you go on your own little adventures. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. That's a yeah. cool way to, uh, or it's a good lens to tell this story. Yeah, and I, I just love how Toy Story 4, or like just Toy Story in general, builds characters. Even antagonists, I love, because they, they find a way to like, like, establish them where, like, you can follow the mindset of why they are the way they are. Mm-hmm. Like, especially even in this one, where it's just a toy that was, that was like, doomed from the start, like, d- was not made properly and never had a kid to call her own. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you can, you can follow that. You can, like, follow that mindset of, like, yeah, that sucks. And I can see why you are the way you are. That mm-hmm. heartbreaking moment where she gets the voice box. Yeah, and they and then the still d- don't want her. <laughs> the little girl's still like, like ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those moments where, like, it happens, and then you lean over to the person in the theater with you, and you're like, wouldn't it be funny if the kids still didn't want her? And then it happens, and you're like, oh, my God! They, they did that! <laughs> or, like, but even, like, the inclusion of Forky. Like, I thought I was going to mm. go into this movie fucking hating Forky. Yes. Oh, my God. And they, so it, I fucking hate Forky. Do you? For one reason. Because for Christmas, <laughs> I bought <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Macy... Oh, like a genuine like Woody doll with the pull string and everything, but it's the Toy Story Four ed- edition. Yeah, and all of his lines are just fu- fucking talking about Forky what? and where Forky <laughs> is in it. He's the fucking poochie of this Woody doll, right? Yeah. When he's not around, all the characters are asking, <laughs> "Where's, where's Forky?" <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck Forky." <laughs> I, I fucking I, loved Forky, I like and I expected the, to hate him. Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. But it's like, Forky's such a cool character because it's like, he's what all these toys want to be, but he doesn't want to be what they what they want to be. He wants to be garbage and thrown yeah. away. Yeah. What and a weird wrinkle to throw into the Toy Story yeah. universe. It's such a cool wrinkle. Like, Just it's, like anything can be a toy. Anything can become <laughs> yeah. sentient. It's yeah. like, what? Oh my god. Like this, should I not throw away my trash? Like <laughs> rethinking my life. Like this, like this whole series of of Toy Story movies is just. It's like what I loved about Zootopia, where like they make things, they make things, uh, they put labels on things without saying that that's what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Zootopia and, was fantastic. Yeah, yep. 
And like that's what they're doing with this, where it's like you you know people that are like this, you know, like different groups of people, or or just people that are going through like these existential crises, and you you like try and connect with it, but then they present it in a way in this where it's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna comment on this without saying that it's this, mm. and it that's I I love movies like that, and this does it in such a good way where. And it was it was in a way where it had no right to be this good, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it looked beautiful. Like yeah. Uh, yeah. so much of it was at the fairgrounds. Yep. Yeah, like the fairgrounds lit up at night. I yep. just felt like, oh yeah. my god, this is like just picture perfect. Right. <laughs> I uh... <laughs> I would say like one of the best looking Pixar movies uh, since like Ratatouille in terms of just visually beautiful. Yeah. Like right. Ratatouille had like the Paris and everything mm-hmm. and just maybe it's I'm just a sucker for lights and darkness. <laughs> but I just remember yeah. thinking like god this looks so nice. I love yeah. the antique shop. I love like that yeah. whole campground area. That poor dad, hero of the movie. <laughs> that dad yeah. is just trying to hold yeah. it together over that family <laughs> vacation where everything goes wrong. That dad was just like one bad thing away <sighs> from just hitting his wife. Yes. <laughs> hey, let's arrest dad. Let's get dad arrested that'll buy us the time let's get dad raped in prison maybe we can make a toy out of a shiv it's shivy shivy glue some googly eyes on the shiv and then we i'm can not a toy i'm can... supposed to be in someone's gut no shivy you need to dig our way out of here no i need to be in the gut yeah i need to kill someone in prison <laughs> uh yeah i i really enjoyed it i i definitely out of everything we've talked about that's the one that i kind of want to go back and rewatch the most yeah and duke kaboom keanu reeves is duke kaboom holy out of fuck field. i forgot about duke the kaboom. Kaboom. yeah holy uh, shit so duke good. Kaboom's good i so also for christmas we got uh macy got this big huge coloring book and i didn't even realize you hate toy story less <laughs> <laughs> So this tirade. So this is, no, this is good because drag Duke Kaboom in. Duke, yeah. So Duke Kaboom is also <laughs> Canadian, so they don't spell it K A. It's like C A. It's a clever like. Oh, it's a like a Canadian Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> Underspoken, apologetic. Yeah, but I, fucking that like he was really good in that. So <sighs> maybe I do have to go back and rewatch this. I don't have it on my list at all. But, like, it does look amazing. Yeah. And I've seen all three Toy Stories many times over the last month. Yeah. Especially Toy Story 3. Yeah. But I went back and watched the first one again. And that... The people in the first Toy Story look like monsters. <laughs> but, yeah, it doesn't, like, detract from it at all. I feel like you're still so invested oh, in it. Oh, yeah, you're it, completely invested. So, like, I've watched Toy Story 1 many times. And what's also very haunting... All the kids at Andy's birthday are just copies of Andy with different skin tones. Really? Yeah, because oh, they no. did only had so much memory for so many characters. <laughs> they had to rework like the whole plot, didn't they? Didn't they initially like have a Joss Whedon script where Woody was just oh. a total asshole? Yeah, he was a total shitbag, so they rewrote they made, it. Like the whole movie, and then we're like, this sucks. Yeah. The executive <laughs> says, this sucks. You need to do the whole thing again. So oh they my did. God. Yeah. Can you imagine if that was the first Pixar movie? Like the angry Toy Story? <laughs> Where it's just asshole Woody? Yeah. <laughs> Bully Woody. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's Pizza time. Yeah. But it's uh, I watched like four and one really close to each other, and I'm just like, my god! Like everyone always is like, Toy Story one holds up. It does not <laughs> hold up. <laughs> Even like the toys that are okay to look plasticky, I'm just uh-huh. like, I so don't know, guys. Favorite? What's your favorite Toy Story? Probably one. Garbage one. <laughs> it me uh, um. One or three. Three is good because it's a nice, satisfying ending. Two, yeah. everyone shits on as being awful. It's not awful. It's just not as good as the other ones. I, I, I need to go back and watch. Awful. Yeah, I think I they're all like on par with each yeah. other. I yeah. Mean, all four of them. To, all think all four of them together work really well. Granted, I haven't seen two in a long time, but I think all four of them work really well together. Yeah. Like my knee-jerk reaction <laughs> is my favorite is whatever one I just saw. <laughs> Right. Or, like, the most recent, maybe, yeah. because they all, like, kind of keep telling the story deeper. So I'm like, oh, shit, maybe four is, like, my new favorite. I don't mm. know. Like, I remember there's parts in three that I feel kind of drag, mm-hmm. but overall, three is so solid with, like, what it's yeah. saying. Yeah, I think three's probably my favorite. Three, yeah, three is a little, I mean, the first Toy Story is 82 minutes long. Oh, yeah. It's a breeze, yeah. right? So the second or the third one is like two hours. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Three definitely like packed a punch. It had yeah. something to say. And I feel like four does too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not quite as much as three, but yeah. I feel like it's more subtle. Yeah. I think four takes a step back to like the deepness of three, but like four still has like that four still has like that like feeling where I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like with like Woody, where it's like you really see how he grows as a character throughout. Where like he's he stays the same for so long through the first three that to, to watch him have a change of heart, like it almost kind of like gets to you. Or like, I've seen you be the same person for three movies, and now you're finally coming to like these memes yeah. where it's like, oh my god, he gives up his voice box. Yeah, he makes the ultimate <laughs> sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't it's know. his manhood. It's, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like just watching like this person that seems unmovable, like, like change his heart. It's like holy shit. Like, I'm gonna it... go back and watch Toy Story yeah. Four tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'll watch Lighthouse. <laughs> we'll compare notes. Why don't you guys just get together and do double features <laughs> live stream at the same time? What's happening on your end? <laughs> Well, he's still beating a, a seagull. <laughs> still, so still. Uh, is it my number three? It's. It, is it your turn? I guess. It, is it my turn, guys? I think it might be my turn. Okay, <laughs> step in. My number three is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters of all time, so I'm a tad biased, like just like my last uh, entry in this. But um, I really like. Whirlwind, it took him out of his element. Jake Gyllenhaal is great. Mysterio is very well done. Talk for approximately a minute. You got it. Um, I want to just touch on, like, Mysterio in this in general, because I think it was, like, of all the Marvel movies, his character is, like, way thought out. Yeah. Like, I would would even say that with even, like, the Vulture. Like, it's an awesome personal villain. Spider-Man's villains are my favorite. They're all, like throughout bar none yeah the vulture was a really cool concept and then this one where it's just he's just a guy that just was really good at planning and mapping out things yeah if it wasn't spider-man he it would be tony stark but now tony stark's out of the picture and it's like you're the new one i guess so fuck you you have all of the stuff that i want yep and like 
the mocap suit just as his costume was ingenious. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's still the bold. He just had to get his face. Or yeah. Oh, that's perfect. It's fucking great. Like, the whole, like, trippy, I'm gonna, you don't know what's real, yeah. like, scene where Mysterio's just attacking him, like, he fakes being Nick Fury. Yep. And then, like, that whole, like, next five yeah, minutes that, is that, just yeah, a that nightmare trip. sequence, it's, it's like, you can, it's like the equivalent to, like, that Doctor Strange scene. Yeah. Where yeah, yeah. It, it's so good. And it's like, you, like, think about it where it's, like, how Mysterio works. He's, like, he mapped all that out. Like, mm-hmm. he, he had to do rehearsals for, okay, this is how we fuck with Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love, also, it's not just him. It's, like, a team of people are Mysterio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, like. Like, he's the face of it, so that's why he's Mysterio. Right. But it's, like, they reworked the entire villain to, yeah. to make him something everyone he, knows but works like logistically yeah and even like laying <laughs> and even like laying the breadcrumbs where it's like this is why this person's doing that and that's why this person's doing this where it's, it's just a, like, a group of people that got fucked over by tony stark in some way shape or form right tony stark still creating the villains from beyond the grave <laughs> no yeah yeah how many villains in the marvel universe has tony stark been behind yeah everyone in I, iron it's man too many <laughs> yeah it's too everyone many to in the avengers almost yeah and everyone in spider-man yeah all the big ones and captain america (laughs) did you talk about the box of scraps we did not talk about box of scraps but oh yeah that does make a re-emergence in this doesn't it yeah the guy he's one of the guys he's the guy who gets yelled at for the box of scraps he's in this movie movie. (laughs) fuck when that happened i just about shit my pants in the theater (laughs) it's like oh my god if i could only be watching Uh, uh, this with the potter (laughs) Oh my god, that would have been the best day of my life. <laughs> Tony Stark! <laughs> Broke that to a cave! With a box of scraps! <laughs> best fucking movie moment of all time. Oh, shit. But anyway, yeah, number three, Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah. Is my movie of the All year. Right. Or movie, the third movie of the year. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's take, a movie. No take backsies. <laughs> Damn it. Well, you're okay. All right. Is it my turn? It is. <laughs> All right. Number two. Paging Dr. Sleep. Oh. I did not see this one. This is in one of my honorable mentions. I, uh... I'm a big fan of The Shining. The book, the movie, the miniseries, I enjoy the story. I'm a big Stephen King aficionado. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I had It as my number one That's, of the list. Yes. And uh, this year, It too is absent. Mm-hmm. I felt it uh, fell short, but I think Dr. Sleep was like the diamond in the rough here that nobody saw this year. <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, I feel like, according to the internet everyone that saw it loved it and raved about it yeah no one saw it <laughs> yeah and it underperformed which i don't understand why because mike flanagan is hot off uh haunting of hill house Ugh. which was phenomenal haunting of hill house is so fucking good and before that he did the other stephen king adaptation gerald gerald's game yeah which was also excellent yeah and then he takes something, a property which I would say The Shining is one of those up there with like Jaws or The Godfather in its genre yep. of horror, yeah. where you don't fucking touch that. Yeah. And the gall 
to come back <laughs> the gall and make a sequel to the shining yeah to make a sequel to like a stanley kubrick movie yeah and it fucking works like mm-hmm. it is so good it's long it's like two and a half hours long yeah but it is so well made yeah where like the creepiness is creepy the I don't... Maybe that's all it is. <laughs> the soundtrack is perfect. Like, the sweeping camera angles are reminiscent of The Shining. They've got some, like, dead-on actors to oh, yeah. play the parts of the original Shining yeah. characters. And oh, it's just a movie yeah. that shouldn't have been made, yeah. you know? But somehow they did, and I felt like it worked on every conceivable level. Dude, that that woman that plays Rose the Hat needs oh. to get so much more work. She's in Mission Impossible. She's the the female Tom Cruise. Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Shit. She's, I don't know. She just she, she takes, was so good as she, Rosa. Yeah. <laughs> she takes she takes like this whole other mindset in this where she's both like seductive and menacing all at the same time that yeah. I loved all the way through. I know. So I read the book of this a while ago, and I am. It's crazy. I'm not a big fan of the book. Yeah. Like, I love The Shining. Yeah. And I'm not big on Doctor Sleep. It feels... The book feels like the second installment of a trilogy to me. Okay. Where it's just, like, paving the way for a bigger third part. Yeah. Which I don't think he has any plans of doing. I yeah. just feel like it's very, like, <laughs> lackluster. Yeah. But somehow, I feel like the movie captured everything that was important about the book. Mm-hmm. And it it did pretty much everything from the yeah. book. But it just pulled it off better, and at the end, yeah. it gave it a better resolution mm-hmm. than the book did. Yeah. The book does not uh, come back to The Overlook. Okay. Because in Stephen King's book, The Overlook is destroyed. Okay. But this movie takes from the Kubrick Shining, where it's still standing. See, yeah. And I think that is what it needed. Like, you can't do a sequel to The Shining, but not have, like, The Overlook in it. And, I don't know, maybe it's just a personal preference for me, but I was... The thing that brought this down for me was the fact they went back to the Overlook because mm. I I had a I had a lot of respect for a sequel where they didn't feel like they had to do fan service. Yeah, yeah, not well, not do fa- yeah, well, yeah, do fan fan service, but like that, like I don't know, not desperate move, but like feel like they had to throw it back in because it did feel a tad bit crowbarred where it's like uh, we have to go back here. Yeah, but where it's like. Like you, the the characters are established and the story's established, and I was like, "Wow, they're doing a sequel that's nothing like its predecessor," yeah. and I was I was loving it. Like, but it, it was just like the fact that they're like, "Well, we have to go back to the Overhook to Overhook Overlook Hotel because it's a sequel to The Shining." Where I was like, "You don't have to," and like everything they had set up from then on, like I was loving it all the way through. But then the minute they got to the Overlook, it was just like, "Remember this? Remember this? Remember this?" And then even down to where it's like, oh, now Danny's got a fucking axe and he's chasing you. Or yeah. it's like, I will say man. the only low point of me was where Danny suddenly becomes like his father at the end, yeah. and I thought that was shoehorned in. Yeah, everything else I thought like once they got there to the Overlook, and then they took like probably like a good fifteen minutes of the movie at its yeah. climax yeah. to just like revisit the Overlook. Yeah, I was like, man, they're like putting on the brakes and just soaking in the <laughs> yeah. Overlook. But I'm like, but you know what? 
I feel like it earned it, and I'm yeah. okay with it. Maybe because I read the book and it doesn't have that in, and I felt like it needed it. Okay. Because in the book you don't have that, and I felt like it had like a nothing of an ending. Yeah. So I saw the other side of the coin. I'm like, eh, I didn't really like that. Okay. <laughs> so I like that they brought it back, but I did feel they went maybe a little too far back. Yeah, I can and the, see that. The way they ended it is the way the original Shining book ends with Danny overcoming like the demon and blowing up the overlook by oh, okay. messing with the boiler okay so it was kind of this way of shoehorning stephen king's original shining ending okay into canon only <laughs> for danny but overall like i just i like i came away from this movie thinking like god this is like close to shawshank level good for yeah. stephen king adaptations okay like it's not it's not shawshank obviously yeah, but yeah, like yeah. in terms of like ghosty spookablast <laughs> Stephen King stuff I'd say like this is way better than it has any right to be yeah. spookablast I, yes. I, I thought Dr. Sleep was like outside of the Overlook stuff I thought Dr. Sleep was like a perfect rendition of like what would be a perfect sequel where it's like it's something that's touched on in the original and you expand on it so much in this where it was like wow there's like a whole world outside of like what they kind of Hinted at. Hinted at in The Shining. Or it's like, this should be called The Shining. Cause this is way more yeah. about The Shining than the fucking... <laughs> Very much. Than the fucking Shining was. Yeah. But, yep. and but as I you love said, that. Yeah, Rose the Hat was a vision yeah. in this. And she was exactly how I pictured her reading the book. Yeah. Like, even when I saw the preview, I was like, dead on. Yeah. And then watching it unfold, I was like, fuck, she is great. Dude. She is like one of my favorite characters in this year. Yeah. Movies, dude. When he goes, when when she goes into like her like head Astral museum, plane. yeah. Were yeah. <laughs> you like getting like Dreamcatcher vibes? From yes, <laughs> absolutely. It was totally Dreamcatcher. I was like, oh shit, this the, is Dreamcatcher. The Library of the Mind or whatever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like the minute she started doing, like, oh fuck, this is Dreamcatcher. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But no, I yeah, I had a blast. That's just like the only thing that brought it down for me was that it felt like this movie was I just took a. When it took like a halt to be like, now I have to go to the Overlook, and it yeah. didn't, it didn't need it for me. Like I can probably see like if you like read the book where like maybe the book was a little disappointing, and then it's like, oh yeah, cool the Overlook. But for me, I was loving the movie all the way through, and it just kind of felt the Overlook was kind of added on. Interesting. I I can take that criticism. Like I enjoyed seeing it again, and I thought they recreated it really well. Yeah. Um, and knowing like the what else it could have been, I'm glad they went with this. My favorite thing of the entire part was I saw this meme where it was Dennis driving in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> where it's like this is uh, Danny and Abra leading Rosa Hat to yeah. the uh, the Overlook, and it's yeah. Dennis driving going like, <laughs> "You dumb bitch, you goddamn bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that just summed it up perfectly. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Alright, is it my turn? <laughs> Sam uh, on uh, the internets. Sam gives, Anderson. Gives me shit all the time about fucking Rose Hat. Like, I'm, and I have no context because I've never seen the movie. And so he, much that you've got the name wrong. It's uh, Rose yeah. the Hat. Well, <laughs> fuck that. Anyway, I want to see the movie. Like, I but like the Shining never really did. I guess 
a Did lot you for You've me. Seen it? I've seen The Shining. Okay. I, I think it's good. I just it never like resonated with me to like feel like it warranted a sequel in any way. No, like, it like no. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, but this <laughs> yeah, but it's like in a way, it doesn't even feel like a sequel. It just feels like an added-on story from what happened in The Shining. Mm. Yeah, like very it's, much. It's, yeah. it's hardly a sequel. The movie's yeah. more of a sequel than like the original story yeah. even was. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. more about one character from yeah. The Shining. Like, the only thing that really makes it a sequel is the fact that he goes back to the Overlook. Other than that, it's like you can just kind of take it for what it is, where it's like there's this guy named Danny that went through some shit, went through some shit as a kid, and now he's doing like these it's like Rose the hat. I know I've been shown Rose the hat, <laughs> and now he's just kind of like going it's through this very this seductive. <laughs> but yeah, no, Doctor Sleep, really good. Okay, uh, my number two, uh, another thing Troy brought up earlier, Marriage Story. Ooh, and I. You guys need to check out Marriage Story. I don't know if I need to. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't end in divorce. <laughs> but it, it, it... But he didn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like, I, I love movies that put me in the shoes of people that I can't really connect with. And this Married movie... people? <laughs> well, not, <laughs> not married... Well, yeah, married people, but it's like... Uh, like Especially for me that's going to get married this year. Yeah. Like, to see all that play out where, like, you see this marriage this marriage that falls apart. But it's not even that. It's more, like, how much divorce fucking sucks. <laughs> and it, and it, it, it's like a... It's an aspect of divorce that, like, I've, is, I've never really seen in film where, like, they break it down to where it's, like, even people that are like, okay, let's get divorced... It fucking sucks. <laughs> I've wanted to watch this because it's been available yeah. for me to watch mm-hmm. for a while now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I do, it's going to start a conversation <laughs> with me and see danger that I'll never get out of. <laughs> and I don't ever want to go down that road. I'm saying, you know I'm, what I mean? I'm saying check it out because it's like, in like I think, especially for people that are already married, it's going to start a conversation where it's like, oh. here's why here's why we should never, ever get divorced. There you go. Because, right. <laughs> because it's the like... The anti-kryptonite. <laughs> like, this is done... Blue in a, kryptonite. Like, this, is, like, th- like this couple of Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, they're set up where it's like... Like, they don't even, like, really hate each other. It's just like, we're going down two different paths and we kind of want to separate each other... So that we can do what we want to do. But then it's like, well, once you're married, it's not as easy as it seems. Where it's like, once you get, like... Once lawyer- you're in, you can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> like, once you get lawyers involved, and once you get, like, ideas of, like, custody or other things that you have in your possession, you can really fuck up the other person <sighs> in so like many different ways. You need to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> Just a so, puke. <laughs> uh, but it, it's so well done because it's like yeah. you, you never really go through the movie being like, okay, this person's the bad guy in this. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is doing what they're doing out of like self-preservation or because it's like it's like the advice they've been given or whatever. And it's like even like the lawyers, like this movie kind of sets itself up where it's like once you get lawyers involved, you're fucked. But then it's like, well... Like, in a way, you have to involve lawyers because they know, like, the right process to go through. And then they're going to give you this advice because 
they've dealt with clients in the past that have really been fucking shitheads. Like, divorce is set up so that assholes don't get away with being assholes. But then if it's too nice, if it's, like, two decent people, then one of them's gotta be the asshole because it's set up for assholes. <laughs> so it's uh. like... I it's feel like, like shit. Yeah, I appreciate that these movies exist. Yeah, and it's one of those where like I heard about it. I think on the Slack, mm-hmm. uh, someone was talking about it and saying it was like one of the best movies he's seen all year. And I was like, I've never even heard of this. And then one by one, more and more people were like getting behind it. Like, yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, this doesn't sound good to me, but I feel like it would be very watchable. Yeah. Where you would just, like, get roped into it. Like, how oh. is this going to play out? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I imagine it's never boring. No, it's never And it's never nothing boring. but, like, talking. Yeah. You know, it's like the social network yeah. or something where it's just, like, meetings and boardrooms. Yeah. And people, like, fucking up. Yeah. And you're like, God, I'm just, like, I'm hooked on every word of this. Yeah. Even though it's not, like, a fun or terribly interesting movie. It's just, yeah. like, I just got to see how like, this goes. This is one of those movies where... A scene will start with someone saying something so heinous where like, oh, fuck that person. (laughs) And then they'll just go through like a conscious stream of just very logical thought until they get to the end where it's like, that makes a whole lot of sense. (laughs) So many scenes play out like that where it's like, god damn it, I want to hate somebody. Let me hate somebody. (laughs) But they never let you do that. Like they'll start out with, they start out like a scene with you hating someone. And then by the end of that scene... Not even by like, the end of the movie where it's like you you get a chance to like seethe on them. They don't let you hate anyone in this whole movie, and it's ugh, it's so well done. So hmm. the real question, Adam Driver, is he handsome? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that Office episode. Is Hillary Swank hot? I I'm, don't know. <laughs> I've talked to people where it's like, it's not so much his looks, but it's just like his demeanor. Like, I've, I, asked, I asked Molly about this, because even I'm like, kind of like befuddled by it. <laughs> I and, know she's like, and she's like, it's like the way he presents himself and his voice is the what voice? she says is, yeah. what, is what attracts her to him. It just seems his demeanor is mean <laughs> I, don't, I don't know are you only gauging this by star wars <laughs> maybe i am <laughs> but he's part of the dark side why would you why would you he's trying to fight it <laughs> i i'm trying to like now recall all the adam driver movies i've seen and it's star wars the one the ocean Seven Eleven movie Whatever oh, that one fucking, is. Uh, Logan Lucky. Yeah. All I can think of is Inside Lewin Davis, where he plays a really <laughs> deep-voiced backup singer. Uh, I don't remember him in Inside Lewin Davis. They were singing the Mr. Mr. Kennedy Don't Shoot Me Into Space song, and he just, <laughs> he, he just I think he just repeats, Space. <laughs> <laughs> over and over again, in the most bassatone. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know either. Seems mean. But maybe he's handsome. Uh, Watch Marriage Story. You'll probably fall for, fall in love with him. Oh, great. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, my number two is another made-for-Netflix movie. Yeah. El Camino. Really? The Breaking Bad movie. This is in my honorable mentions. My um, word. Number two. I was going back and looking at all the movies that I watched all year, 
and this is the only movie that I watched and immediately wanted to watch seven years of television. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing ever, like, even, well, I don't know about my number one, but <laughs> all these other ones on here, I'm just like, oh, that was good. Like, I never really wanted to go back and watch all the connective tissue between them, if they had any. Yeah. But, like, this one, I went in with fairly low expectations, because Jesse was great in Breaking Bad, but not, like, my favorite character. Yeah. So, going into this, I'm like, what do they have to say about him now, really? And it ended up surprising me. Yeah. And I wanted to watch, like, all of Breaking Bad, all of Better Call Saul, <laughs> and all of it right after yeah. watching this. I always want to watch Breaking Bad again. Yeah. <laughs> I always do, like, too, yeah. but this, like, spurred something. Yeah. And I was, like, su- not, like, I guess surprised how much I really liked it, but, like... But, yeah, maybe I was surprised how much, <laughs> like, it, I really was taken... On, like, another Breaking Bad trip when I thought it yeah. was all over. Hmm. Yeah. And maybe it's because like, me and Molly watched it, like, just this year we watched all of Breaking Bad. So maybe that's kind of, like, the connective tissue for me where it's, like, this is in my honorable mentions, but it's, like, El Camino's good, but it's, like, one of those, like, it's a pretty good episode of Breaking Bad. It felt like mm-hmm. an epilogue to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... It's not its own thing, but yeah. like if you watched all of Breaking Bad, like yeah. oh, definitely check out the the oh yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah, you know, yeah it's not gonna blow your mind, but like you need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I uh, I thought it was interesting where like Jesse was great in it, but he was very much just like kind of a vessel to showcase other familiar faces from Breaking Bad. Yeah, he was kind of like the reoccurring thread that like oh, and let's see what Skinny Pete's up to, and yeah. like let's yeah. see Badger and. Um, the bail bondsman and all yep. those guys. Yeah. Like, oh, it was so cool to see mm-hmm. those guys again. Yeah, fucking Todd. Yeah, <laughs> fucking that Todd. The thing that I appreciate he the was most probably about the this, best. Yeah, moment that of was this. what I appreciated the most about this was like the fact that they gave you more time with Todd. Where Todd was such an inter- interesting character, but they didn't give you a lot of time with him. Mm-hmm. And in this, they gave you like moments where it was like more you can, than you wanted. Yeah, like, you can almost see like the kind of hold he had on Jesse, where it was like, man. I want to watch a season of TV where it's just their relationship. <laughs> just Todd. That's what it's called. Yeah. Just Todd. Just Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Better call Todd. <laughs> just the Todd. Uh, but yeah, there are moments of tension in this that I was like, oh my god, I forgot like how tense Breaking mm. Bad is. And like, I don't, I can't even think of like another movie that made me feel as tense in situations where it's like El Camino did, we're like, how the fuck is he gonna get out of oh, this? That yeah. fucking like gunfighter moment in the auto body shop, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Or when those cops are like walking around that apartment and he's like, yes. oh. yep. So and then they're good. not real cops. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. It was. I would say it's what I have come to expect from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Though, like, it didn't blow me away, but I'm like right in line Mm -hmm. but i feel like breaking bad to me is walter white Mm -hmm. which is why i still haven't watched better call saul yeah even though i'm sure i'll love it yeah but it's like breaking bad begins and ends with walter white for me yeah and like i i even took a little while to watch el camino Mm -hmm. i was like i definitely want to see it but i'm not like chomping for it yeah because it just felt so complete Mm -hmm. and i like breaking bad's my favorite tv show of all time Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things where it's like and it's not like my genre 
either. Right. Like, I'm not a crime right. drug genre uh guy right but it was just so well done yep. where it's like i don't need more than that yeah. i don't even want to know anything about like how they made it i just want it as <laughs> is as like, is it's yeah. just that thing so i was kind of hesitant to do any more to that universe because mm-hmm. it already feels so complete like i don't want to risk ruining it yeah. or tarnishing it. i went with the same kind of apprehensions to it too because i haven't seen better call saul either and Joel just keeps telling me it's great. I'm yeah. like, I know! My boss at work <laughs> says, like, it, there's moments where it's better than Breaking Bad. And I'm like, bite your fucking tongue. <laughs> you <laughs> sir. fucking stupid yeah. asshole. Yeah, and it's like, I will watch it. Yeah. But that's what I said about Breaking Bad yeah. for the longest time. Like, yeah. I didn't watch that until it was in its last season. Yeah. Like, I will do it. Yep. And I'm sure I'll love it, yep. but I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, I will do the rewatch and like add in Better Call Saul yeah. and then end with this again. Yep. But yeah, I wonder I, how you what you start with then. I've thought about that. I just do Breaking Bad, then Better Call yeah. Saul, and then because you don't want to be like yeah. burned out of it by the time you get to Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. There's times when I think back to Breaking Bad and I like go down a rabbit hole of like. <laughs> Oh shit! Remember when Walter <laughs> drove over that guy and then shot him in cold blood to save yeah. Jesse? Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, man, shit went down in Breaking Bad. <laughs> I forgot how goddamn good that show was. Uh, Better Call Saul's really good though. Like, just like the whole interaction between him and Michael McKean as his older brother, I could watch them talk to each other all fucking day. Yeah. They're so fucking good. I love having something that I know is going to be great waiting for me, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll wait till it's done, and yeah. then I'm going to binge it like I did yeah. Breaking Bad. Oh, mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, Better Call Saul's so good. Ever since Breaking Bad ended, I've been wanting to, like, rewatch it, so I'm I'm ready. <laughs> My body is ready. <laughs> well, before we get to our number ones, do we want to do our honorable mentions? Sure. Okay. I've already... Um, Name some of them. I mean, How to Train Your Dragon 3. Great. <laughs> Many times. Um, I also had Godzilla King of Monsters as an honorable mention. Yeah. Just because it's like a dumb, fun movie. Although, yeah. like, a franchise I don't really care about <laughs> at all. But, like, I went into it with a fairly open mind. And it ended up being, like, super fun. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though it's the dumbest fucking movie ever. I enjoyed and I was it like, quite a bit too. This is, yeah, this is kind of fun. This is cool. Like the I like this. Monsters look phenomenal. Yeah, like I love a giant monster movie. The audacity to spend millions of dollars on <laughs> a know, giant monster right, movie right, in this day and age. Right, I can get behind. Right, I think that's what won me over on like Cloverfield, mm-hmm. where I'm like, they're doing this. <laughs> they're they're doing JJ Abrams, <laughs> and they're just going all in on oh, like yeah. a fucking giant monster movie yeah. and making yep. it a big event. Yep. Yeah, and then like Pacific Rim, and then the first godzilla mm-hmm. which was so so but like i love the godzilla parts yeah. oh sure and then this just follows through on that it's like yeah that's what i wanted yep. it's not good but like right the monster stuff is phenomenal yeah <laughs> and it's and, and it's also not horrible it's just like it's just a popcorn flick that's yeah. all it is and like for people that love godzilla i couldn't tell if they would love or hate this i don't know why you would hate it well, like, like diehard, like, Man, just diehard fans, what, like, well, was... there's no guy in that suit. So, like, no <laughs> what are you shit. doing with your life? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, that was one of them. And then Us was another one that just made the cut. But yeah. I think oh, we already brought that one up a little yeah. bit. 
Um, when I was going through mine, Us was one. Uh, I really enjoyed Brightburn. Oh, I, way yeah, more yeah. than I expected to. I think um, that one a little f- fell a little flat for me. I think. Yeah. Brightburn. I also just recently rewatched Hellboy. Yeah. And it is a lot of misses, but there's... <laughs> oh, boy, is it. There's a lot in it that I enjoy, too. And it's not a good movie by any means. Uh-huh. But there's moments as a Hellboy fan that I like where I'm like, God damn, if only... <laughs> if only they got things right. Like, uh, I like the Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga was, was great. It. Yeah. That was about it for me. Yeah. <laughs> About I it don't know. Me. My my four year old loves it. <laughs> he requests it on a regular basis, and who am I to to deny him that? That's true. So we've been watching a lot of Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, I when I was going through my list, I'm like, yeah, I watched Hellboy this year. It will not be on this list <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. You know what I just watched? I saw Booksmart. Did anyone see this? Yeah, it's that good. was pretty good. I liked it. Like I am not a comedy fan. Yeah, I feel like I hate to laugh. <laughs> well, I feel like what's what's pushed out is a comedy is just dog shit most oh, of the oh, time. Oh yeah, so much. I, I think we're all in agreement on that. And Modern I felt day like, comedy sucks. Yeah, and I felt like this one at moments had that, but it also had like hints of genuinely oh, funny moments yeah, in it, yep. where there was enough moments where I was like, you know what, that was that's good, that's original, that's clever, or like that's realistic. Yeah. Whatever, I thought, like, the representation was good in it. I thought it was kind of interesting to see a, a female take on, like, the super bad motif. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were moments that kind of fell flat or they seemed a little too staged. But overall, I left it like, yeah, that, yeah. that was worth a watch. Anyway, <laughs> it was one of the better comedies of yeah. the year anyway. Yeah. Not to, not to spoil it, but I was just a huge fan of the fact that they both had crushes and they both... And their crushes end up fucking each other in front of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yo, I thought that was great, too. <laughs> I thought maybe the funniest joke was um, they're being Ubered to the party, and yeah. the the lesbian of the two friends doesn't know, like, how to do everything. Uh-huh. So they're watching some porn yeah, in the backseat. Yeah, Bluetooth speaker picks up the porn. <laughs> and he's like, what do you got? What do you kids listen to? Here, let me switch it on. And it's just the sound of a tongue lapping. <laughs> like, for so long. It's like... <laughs> and he's just, like, trying to figure out what they're listening to. Is that Cardi B? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God. This was also on my list of things. Maybe I'll watch this before I watch Lighthouse. Make that the double feature. <laughs> Oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen Booksmart oh, yeah, yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, like The only things that I have in, in my uh, honorable mentions that you guys haven't brought up yet are uh, Rise of Skywalker. We've talked about that like mm-hmm. in the past. Uh, Ready or Not, which I really dug. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I, I didn't see it. I had high hopes, but I did not care for it. Really? Yeah. I, I thought it was okay. Like, um, yeah, it didn't blow me away, but I had fun with it. And, man, I'm still... I'm still really hanging on it chapter two yeah i really i really liked the it thing all mainly just based off my crackpot theory that i've just been like <laughs> leaning on for so long have, have you heard no my crackpot theory? Oh. tell me so, your crackpot theory <laughs> this is when i tune out <laughs> so i almost kind of want to like go through and like do research on this because i think there's some merit to it but i think that 
the it series altogether is a critique on modern day Christianity, <laughs> even down to where all the losers are are in uh, seven deadly sin. Oh, are there seven of them? Yeah. Oh, possibly. So I almost I almost want to well, go. We through know who and... Gluttony is. Poor fucking Ben. No, he's. I'm not. Hold on. No. I'll... Troy, he's tune out. I'm gonna know. pull it up. <laughs> pull up the document. <laughs> Here's every sin that the losers are. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Let me see it. How okay, is the fat go. kid not gluttony? Okay, no. So Bill, the like, uh, um, I know who they this. are. Okay, stuttering Bill. <laughs> so Bill is pride. Yep. Because he tortures himself over the fact that his brother, yeah, yeah, his, his brother's, brother's dead, and he was... and he couldn't do anything for himself. Troy, you couldn't look more uninterested. <laughs> You're literally it's turning not... away from the conversation. I've heard all of this <laughs> once or twice. All it's right. not bad. Okay. Go but on. I've heard it. Okay. Beverly's lost, I imagine. Beverly's lost. Uh, Richie is wrath because he's so angry about because being yeah, because he's always berating, making fun of Eddie. Yeah. And when when in actuality he loves him. Yep. Uh, ben is envy because he because he's always because he's always jealous of other and people yep. and his body types and especially with Bill and Beverly's relationship. Uh, Mike is sloth because he torched himself over the fact that he didn't save his parents. Yeah. And he stays in the town when everyone right. else leaves. Okay. Eddie is gluttony because uh, he's constantly taking unnecessary medication and measures against his hypochondria. Okay. And then Stanley's greed because his main fear is because he's Jewish. Well, no. This, <laughs> I mean, he's Jewish, but his his main fear is like a possession. It's like a it's yeah. like an object. So like he puts he puts value in that based off the fact that he's scared of it. <laughs> Troy's so yeah. Just, <laughs> so just so that so picks for Batman black and white statues. So my I whole that's th- a pretty good. Uh, so my whole theory that uh, it it's it, like the whole the whole story of it is the is uh like the fucked up version of Christianity now where it's like it's three lights inside of a fucked up clown that's trying to so make people holy trinity yeah so it's trying to make people think that they're their sins when in fact they're more than that so mm-hmm. it's like every time so penny it's a was, clown god a clown a clown is like what we've made christianity into okay so it's like the clown is trying to make convince people that they're their sins when in fact the people have to believe that they're more than that so all the all of pennywise's visions and shit are him trying to convince them that they're nothing more than what they fear, what they are. That's a, that's an all right take. Yeah, you should you should uh, write up an article. <laughs> Even down to where like there's that whole part where like uh, what is it, Mike? When he has that like big cask that he's supposed to put him in, mm-hmm. we cross out that part that's man rewriting scripture because mm. he crosses it out because that's not exactly what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's more too. There's a lot of movie. There's a lot of runtime. I know. So I, I want to like go through and like do some research and like actually like write a thesis paper on this shit. Mm. Would Pennywise be Jesus? I don't know. He does bring people back from the dead. Hmm. <laughs> I'm too drunk to think about this. But yeah, have it on my desk in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's collaborate on a thesis. <laughs> All right, Mr. Max. Uh, I uh, I do enjoy it very much. I love the first one. I was underwhelmed by the sequel, but it's on my list to rewatch. I bought the Blu-ray. 
Oh my. I have the digital copy loaded up onto my TV, which will be the only way I watch it, making the physical disc completely arbitrary and useless. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I just felt like the tone was a little off from the first one. I thought it yeah. was a little too jokey. Yeah, I, I can see that. And there's definitely like moments where I was like, ah, this would not work in like a regular setting. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much times where it's like, just kill him. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but it's, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, I, I think the it, the two it movies are really good, like big budget horror movies. Yeah. Probably like the best big budget horror movies that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Most horror movies are only good when they're low budget. Yeah. And that is yeah. a argument that I will take. That's a hill that I will die on. <laughs> yep. The more money you put on like a big horror movie, the worse it'll be. And I feel yeah. like this is one of the rare instances where it's the opposite of that. Yeah. The second one less so, but the first was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I think the the second one's admirable. Yeah. I would agree. I that was also one that I flipped through my notes and I was wondering what I liked it. Uh, and I think I, I like graded a C when we went through. Yeah. There's a lot in it. I feel like maybe I just yeah. need to see it again because there's a lot to take yeah. in on that one. Mm-hmm. Isn't that one like pretty it's long like two too? And a, it's two and a half yeah, fucking it's, hours. It's long. Jesus. Yeah, it's like long every other fuck. movie. <laughs> it's long as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Is it my turn? <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it is. Uh, I'll, I'll. You guys probably have the same number one, so I'll yeah. just do mine so we can talk more about your guys's. All right. Uh, my number one is Midsummer. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Like, just because I, I fucking, I feel like, uh, I know you said you like Hereditary more than, than this, but I feel like this takes what Hereditary, the, what I liked in Hereditary and span it out in, in a way that I like it way more. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think the reason this is my number one is because I love movies where like the second time I go back and watch it, I get a completely different experience from the first time I watched it. We're like, like you said, like the first time I watched this, I was so happy for her. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, oh shit, she just got gaslit by a cult and now she's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she totally is. Like, but like at that point, like, does she care? Would she be happier? Like, I don't know. With that's everything the thing, that's, that's the happened. thing though. Like I the second time I watched this, I watched it convinced that um, the the exchange student killed her parents and her daughter and her oh, sister. Oh, Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it's like, like his his whole thing was to convince her to come to the the coven so that he can convince her to stay. Because even mm-hmm. he brings up a whole thing where it's like he said he wasn't fully enveloped in the cult until his parents were dead. Yeah. I thought there were some weird things in that where it just leaves on un- It gives you hints where you think you get it, but then there's still things that don't line up. Mm-hmm. Like he said his parents... Did he say his parents died in a fire? Yeah. And then the way that they do their, like, ritual sacrifice yeah. is by fire. Yeah, but then so the timelines don't add up with him. Because they only do it, like, every 50 years or something like that. But that could be just something they said, too. True. But, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, you gotta take what you want from it. But at the same... You're like, wait, but then were his parents? Yeah. I guess maybe it doesn't even matter. Like, the but midsummer... But there's just these little things in there where it's like, okay, I think I get it. But <laughs> yeah. maybe there's more? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, I, I don't know, it just feels like, like, even like them saying, like, we only do this, like, every 90 years, like, it kind of makes, it kind of softens you to the idea of it. 
Where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, well, it's not every year. Yeah, it can't be when that it, bad. When in fact, it could be every year. Like, yeah. It's midsummer. Summer happens every year. Yeah. <laughs> so what the fuck are they going to do? Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's like, I, even down to where it was like, so like she lays in a bed, like underneath a, a photo of a woman that's like slit her wrists, where it's like, is that, what is that what's going to happen to her now? Like, are they going to convince her to slit her wrists? What? Oh, I don't think I caught that. Yeah, she like the bed that they have her sleep in. She's laying where it's like it's a woman wearing a crown with her lit with her wrist slit, and people are gathered around her. Really, I never caught that. Too much pressure. Yep. Being that queen, being that May queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually went in to this movie uh, after seeing Hereditary waiting for a weird supernatural twist mm. that never really came and it made me feel even more uneasy <laughs> then I'm like this is like real is it gonna get me a- <laughs> is it still lurking <laughs> is it gonna get me in bed <laughs> but no everything about midsummer i love like the way it shot just all of the mm. The craziness, like that the... shot where they're driving towards the commune, and then the yeah. camera flips over. Yeah, and it's, it's upside, upside down. Upside right down. And you're like, oh, now they're fuck. in the they're in the thick of it. It's so good, and everyone kind of playing like a role where like uh, the, like uh, Will Poulter is kind of like the fool, and the other yep. guy's kind of like the scholar, and like I don't know it... the faces of her dead parents showing up in the trees. Oh as yeah, she's being carried out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when. Uh, as soon as she starts doing that dance, like, shit's on. Yeah. Like, at that point, like, yeah. it goes down, and it's just like a ride from then on. Yeah. In the the orgy scene where, well, I guess it's not an orgy, but where he's yeah the yeah. Uh, the Chris Pratt lookalike yeah. is <laughs> having sex with a woman, like and the then, like, woman all just, the old woman starts the just, like, like, pushing his ass into him. her. It's like, just go already. And his reaction to that is just like... <laughs> Yeah. Just keep going, I guess. And then, like her mom's like holding her face while she's getting banged. Oh it's, like, my what god! Is it is, yes, it's like it's one of my favorite things about horror movies where they like steep into that or they stretch into that that realm of like hilarity. Yeah. Where like this is so ridiculous. Yeah. That it's both hilarious and horrifying <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. It's like I don't know whether to laugh or just be like terrified. Yeah. And, and then just... as he runs out naked and yeah. he's going from room to room, looks in and hears her screaming and he's like, fuck, I'm not going in there. <laughs> that goes in what did you take from him finding the strung up body of the Londoner there with the lungs uh, that were still breathing. I, I don't know. Did you take that as he's actually kept alive in oh, like yeah. this torture oh, no, or yeah, it was like alive. a drugged out state that oh, no, the main guy alive. was in you thought I'm, that? I'm thinking he's still alive yeah I don't know Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that is the most sadistic that the cult yeah. is by far <laughs> like I didn't take that he was still alive I thought it was the drugs but who knows Like, like even like the shit on like the outside where they like, all they do is kind of comment on it but it, it's such a big deal where it's like the, the like the incest kid that like rules the whole yeah their uh, like, their seer their oracle yeah like it, it's such it's such like a like you like a throwaway see him. Yeah, yeah it's like a throwaway line but it's like but he's such a big part of like this whole community and they're like basically they're resting all their finger paints their sacred yeah, texts yeah like <laughs> he like they rest all their laurels and traditions on this guy and then it's like even then like what he does is so abstract that you can literally translate it into whatever you want it to be. And you can just be like, yeah, um, 
Uh, yeah, his his painting says that all the virgins should fuck all the elders. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so I guess we got to do that now. I yeah, mean, I, I don't know. It, it's it it's so good in like showing like how like tradition is fucked up, but like also like how corruptible it can be at the same time. Like, ugh, mm-hmm. everything about it is so good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I liked uh, <laughs> how. I'm gonna after those old people jump off the cliff, right? I love that part, right? <laughs> so, but e- fuck old people. Even like after it seems like insane, right? And like the, <laughs> I like how everybody leaves. I'm just getting <laughs> It seems insane after what that part, and like everybody that is like new to this new commune is just like, what the fuck is going on? And then the explanation almost like leads the viewer of this like. Yeah, that's all right. Like this is how we do it, right? And then you're almost like eased into like a sense of like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like it's kind of sweet how they sacrifice their lives to be reincarnated. I can see how that could be okay. And then like you think about like how you just been tricked, and you're like, fuck, yeah. am I the new May Queen? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love about it. Like th- this movie like presents itself in such a way where like it. It's it's a it's an extreme sense of of thinking, but you can see how they follow the breadcrumbs to where they think that way. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, I mean, it's fucked up, but it makes sense. Whereas like I now you're almost like, man, I can almost kind of see how people can kind of like fall into a cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. E- easily. Yeah. Because like watching it, I'm just like, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, yeah, it makes total sense, and I'm like, I would be fucking in dead. I'd be the guy with his lungs out his back, <laughs> or the skin face. Like Mo- Molly always like warns, yeah. Molly's always warns for me where it's, where she's like, if if you were to leave me, I'm just gonna, I'm probably gonna join a commune. Or oh my like, god! Or I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Like, I was watching. She was like, I was like watching Midsummer, and I got all of that, and I'm like, oh, I was fuck. wet as a water. <laughs> So I ever heard you saying how horrible things happened, and then people are like, what the fuck? And then they calmed him down. Yeah. One of the things that I loved about this movie, and other uh, horror movies too, is the fear of people to be impolite in the face of horrible things <laughs> oh, happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that is like one of the greatest themes in situations where something is like, ringing all your bells is like something is mm-hmm. not right here yeah. Yeah. but you don't want to be impolite and that is how like <laughs> yeah. so many of these people are yeah. they're like you're brought up to like well, i want to yeah. be rude to these people they're right. so accommodating right like, they everyone seems okay with it yeah. like right. who am i to judge them right when every red flag is like <laughs> yeah. waving in the every air Every red flag where, yeah. yeah and like the whole thing plays out like that because these people like don't want to offend this yeah. really nice, gracious oh, right. commune of right. people. Yeah. The movie uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo has a moment there where at the end, the lead character confronts a serial killer and he has a moment to get away and the serial killer drugs him and he's like, yeah, you wouldn't believe how easy it is. Like, people don't want to offend me. <laughs> like, they just, like, I, they put themselves in these situations and they know they should run, but they don't and it's so easy for me. And I'm like, that, is, like, that always stuck with me yeah. because that is something that everyone oh, does where they're like, yeah. fuck, I want to I want to seem like an asshole. Right. You know, and then they wind up in these situations <laughs> where I'm like, what a relatable, 
uh, what a relatable, <laughs> horrible person. Yeah. But even yeah. like in Midsummer, they even go that other that extra mile where it's like they comment on like how Americans are so like blind to like other people's cultures where they're just like oh it's probably just a thing they do yeah like, very yeah. much even like, <laughs> even like that scene where it's like it's like legit like a like the part where like that english woman is being murdered and she's screaming for her life and they're just like huh must be a thing that they do <laughs> yeah just scream randomly i guess uh-huh. <laughs> or, you know, like, like you know what it is but it's like oh they they, they They've seen so much crazy shit up to this point where they're just like, oh, it's probably just another thing that they do. Yeah, I don't want to piss on any more ashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Midsummer's great. It's it's on everybody's lists. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. Should we do it? Should we bring this go ahead and baby home? <laughs> we probably probably should. Same as you fucking. <laughs> Oh, Marvel you you fuckers. two you fuckers! Same you like nine hundred <laughs> times this whole top ten list. I uh, I want to state that I tried my damnedest to not put this at number one. Yeah, but I couldn't do it. I went through the entire thing of the whole year to see if anything would outdo Endgame, and I'm like, I think I enjoyed Endgame more than anything. I can't think of another movie, probably in like the last five years, that gave me the highs and lows that I felt in the theater watching this three-hour movie that (laughs) had my undivided attention (laughs) throughout the entire running time to the extent that like it left me wanting more, and I wanted to see it again immediately. I can't think of another movie, let alone like a big blockbuster movie, which... Like, I'm a sucker for superhero shit, so I see it all. Yeah, right. But most of it is samey. And yep. for this, or for me, this, like, this was the culmination of perfection. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, this is the movie I've been waiting for for 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it finally happened. And, like, I, that's the only way I can describe it, like, this is I, this is in my wheelhouse. They're doing it great, and they fucking stuck a landing, and they have ten years of continuity also tied into it that works. Yeah. And yes, I know it's fan servicey. I get it. <laughs> I see its flaws, and I don't give a shit. I fucking love it, and it and the fact that it works so well is like you just need to suck the Russo's dicks for making it happen. I don't know any other way to say it. That's the only way to say it. You need to suck their dicks. That's it. That's how you do it. Well, one of them was gay in the movie. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Endgame, I think, it, it, I don't know. It, ta- it takes the cake for me. It's, it's obviously my number one. It's hard to, to keep going over it because it's obviously been talked right. and proclaimed to death to the extent where like i went i was looking at this i was like fuck it avengers endgame came out this year (laughs) it it feels like it's been out for a decade (laughs) (laughs) i know but as you said it has its flaws or it has its fan service and i agree it does but i wouldn't call i mean i guess you can label it fan service yeah but like if you compare it to fan service on other Oh yeah, it's not, it, I yeah. think it's apples and oranges. Yeah, where there's there's some things 
that feel unearned or they just throw it in there. Yeah. Or this, as we've said, is building off 10 years of, like, solid franchise building. Yeah. Right. To the extent where there is no other franchise in existence that was done so quickly and so, like, well done yeah. to hit this pinnacle on, like, number 22 or 23 or whatever this one ended up being yeah. in this 10-year span that somehow ended up being, like, the best of all of them. Yes. <laughs> and how it all tied together and still gave, like, a resolution where it felt like once you finished this, you ended a movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was all one big movie. Yep. Like, how can you... How many movies can you say that when you get to the 22nd? I keep <laughs> yeah. saying 22nd. I don't know if that's which one it sure. was. It's but, like, when one. you got to whatever one this was, you're like, okay, I can be done here. Yep. Like, I feel resolution for all these characters. Yeah. And, like, it... It, it just did everything you needed it to. Right. And it still had all these great supply, uh, surprises. Yep. Some of them maybe we should have seen coming, but there was just so much going on. Right. Yeah. Where, like, when Captain America picks up that hammer, you're like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Here it is! And everybody I just nuts. Known this. Yes. Yeah. But even, like, in the very beginning, where you already have seen previous that, like, everyone, like, half the universe gets dusted. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how will they even top that? And the fight, and like five minutes in to the next movie, mm-hmm. they're like living in that shit, and then they just fucking kill Thanos. And you're oh, like, yeah. holy shit! And they just cut his it's fucking head so off. Easily. And yeah. you're like, holy shit! Like it starts like at a huge high, yeah. And then you just live in that shit for a while. Yeah. And God bless that rat in that van. <laughs> oh, no. Which led yeah. to, like, that moment where Scott Lang comes back and sees his daughter to the point where I was like, man, I almost, like, teared up a little bit yeah. at that moment where I was right. like, that was, that was a very quick, easy, but incredibly heartfelt moment where you're like, yeah. God, that was well done. Yeah, I know. Like, what would you feel like where your daughter is now, like, a young woman yeah. and you've lost five years of your life with yeah. her? Yeah. The, the thing I appreciate the most about Endgame is that like I went into it thinking that they're like oh this is the this is the movie where they fix everything, but they still left it open ended enough where like they didn't fix everything they just kind of they just they swept up the mess from from Infinity War yeah. right like, there's still a lot of possibilities yeah 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 and there, there's still a lot of like people dealing with the loss of Infinity War where Infinity War just wasn't like a well this is to lead to our next big thing yeah and it was like no. People are still feeling the effects of Infinity War, and they're going to feel it for the rest of this franchise. And that's what I appreciated the most about it. Yeah. I actually really uh, like that, that they didn't undo Infinity War. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it still happened. Yeah. And they're leaving, like, that in. Yeah, cause that, that's what I that's what I expected going into this, where I was like, okay, this is the movie where they're just going to say, fuck Infinity War, so they can make two movies and make you pay for both of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's like, no, they still left it where it's like, no, people are still going to feel the effects of this for a long time. Mm-hmm. The fact that they lost for five years and right. like Captain America led a support group, which right. is exactly what Captain America would do. <laughs> yeah. In all these moments where, like, yeah, they let them kind of sit in that sorrow for a while. Yeah. yeah. And then they had like these little hints of different Avenger teams that like Scarlett Johansson ran. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they had time for a time heist and all <laughs> yeah. these like fun moments where right, like yeah. they took the entire middle of the movie to just do this like really fun, almost like swashbuckling mm. adventure right. to all their previous movies and right. let you fill in the gaps there and then wrapped it up perfectly 
by cementing that like this was built on Iron Man. It yep. gave Tony Stark this amazing endgame moment yep. yeah. where he saves the world at his own at the cost of his own life. Right. Where like I had tears at that moment. And before and like holy shit. And before like, that he gets to meet his dad and kinda like have come to terms with that. Yeah. Like, gets kind of advice from him. Right. You realize he has stakes with his wife and his daughter and mm-hmm. then still chooses to like do for the greater good and has like a very like underscored heroic death where mm-hmm. he doesn't get to like utter this last uh great phrase or like right. these meaningful words he's just kind of laying there like almost <laughs> in this <laughs> yeah. catatonic state yeah. where i'm yeah. like wow what a what a weird way for this hero to go but a very like real way mm-hmm. for someone to go yeah it just like they did it so well i know i don't understand what people have against this movie other than the fact that like it's the biggest movie ever yeah you know? i know yeah. it wouldn't be the biggest movie ever if the same people complaining about it didn't see it three times mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yeah yeah i mean i i think it's like perfection i think of everything marvel has done and there's hits and misses but none of nothing they have made is bad right and some i like way more than others and i think like this is just such a great uh capstone to mm-hmm. the entire Marvel Universe. Yeah. Where it's like, man, I almost don't want anything else after <laughs> yeah, this. I know. Like, I do and I don't. Like, right. Like, it just, it was so well wrapped up. I know. It was literally ten years of a comic book franchise come to life. Right. I know. God, it's great. Number one movie of all time. Joel, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Midsummer. Like we, we do this every fucking year. Let's get bombarded by two guys that fucking hate what I love. <laughs> uh, the, the one, I think the one year where Dinosaur Neil did this, and we had like the exact same uh, list the whole time. You were probably seething. <laughs> You guys yelled same to each other like nine fucking times. They're essentially the same person. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Uh, we just butted off one another, and now we're best buds. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to do it. That's our top that's our ten th- movies of 2019. Yeah. Uh, not only was there great movies out there, uh, there's also amazing TV out there as God, well. Good lord. I don't want to like rank what the favorite thing is, but like there's things out there like the Watchmen series was Watchmen, great. Mandalorian. Mandalorian is great. Uh, Chernobyl came out earlier. Fuck. Stranger Things season three was oh, great. God, did Legion wrap up this year too? Legion was under my radar the like the last couple know, of years. To, I've restarted it. watching it. I'm yeah. almost done with the first season again, and then I'm gonna binge the whole damn thing. That sounds yeah. good. Uh, Barry oh, uh, this yeah. year is great. Yeah. Marvelous uh, Ms. Maisel had her fucking awesome season this year. I need to get on that because I have been like sleeping on that for like oh, the last it's such couple a fucking years. Good show. Another good True Detective. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this one came out of nowhere too. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Another season of Black Mirror came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Boys. Oh. Yeah. Glow had a great season this Glow, last yeah. year. Uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Love, Death, and Robots came out. Doom Patrol. Oh, Like, all man. of these. It was a great yeah. year yeah, for TV. I think TV was better than movies I, I think it was, too. Like, it, it took me a long time to, like, start watching movies that I got really into. But TV almost throughout, I was so into almost this entire year. Yeah. 
And that all the things I stated are the things that I saw. Like, I missed good chunks yeah. of things when I was going through, like, lists of great TV of the year. I'm like, fuck, I missed that, I missed that, I missed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was a, an amazing year for television as well. Yeah. So, even though we said, like, up top, like, for movies it was a kind of a mediocre year... Like, TV definitely made up yeah. for it Absolutely. in spades. Yeah, even, like, on the tail end, like, just Mandalorian and Watchmen back-to-back oh, alone. That God was, like, my favorite, that was my favorite, like, month of TV, was I, those two uh, yeah. back-to-back. Yeah. I would say Watchmen was my favorite of the year. Yeah. In terms of, I'll like, say that. visual content. <laughs> yes. Oh, fucking yeah. good. Yeah. I, I loved Avengers Endgame, but I, I think I gotta go with Watchmen. Watchmen like was a the, like a next level show. Like it was so fucking smart mm-hmm. <laughs> in every detail yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. God, I forgot we got Umbrella Academy in the yeah. beginning of this year too. Yep. Good lord. Good. And what's crazy God. is they're all streaming or like cable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? HBO is pretty much streaming. Yeah. Now. I, yeah. That's how I think of it. Yeah. As. Nothing that I had to tune in. On a regularly scheduled time slot. Right. Yeah. I mean, network TV is dead. Yeah. Oh, Unless you want to watch Big <laughs> yeah. Bang Theory. It's yeah. all streaming Yeah. Which stuff. an insane <laughs> amount of people do. <laughs> I know. I don't understand this. <laughs> I know. We, we even did our fucking uh, our test pilot this year and everything sucked. Yeah. I have not, I've not gone back and watched anything that we've done for test pilot yet. The only thing that I've peripherally caught up with is the one with Colby Smolders on it. I'm reading that uh, trade right now. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's I, only four issues and it's done. The, I thought it was like an ongoing series. It's just one book. The The show is it, the show is fairly good. Really? Yeah. Is it still on? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's a uh, Is it Fox about finding show? like a runaway girl? ABC show? Um, I can't I mean, I only see it like when Chelsea has it on, and yeah. I can only. I've been watching it on out. Hulu. Like, I would definitely say the second episode's way better than the first. Yeah. Okay. But I, I think uh, she's a strong lead, and yeah, I, it's, a, I think it's a pretty decent show. But like, as I'm reading I, it, that, I, I know that she plays her in the uh, show, and I'm like, oh yeah, she, I, I can picture her. I mm-hmm. think she's a good casting for it. Yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know how they draw it out to however many episodes. It's I don't know because it seems like it's pretty much like one and done. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, a great year for entertainment out there. Yeah, Ooh boy. Now, now we got twenty twenty coming up. Looking forward to that. That's true. Um, so before we wrap up the show, is there anything you've been into lately that we have not yet covered before we wrap up the show that you just want to spout out? Uh, I, me and Molly watched the, the Netflix documentary series, Don't Fuck With Cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, if you want to watch a documentary that plays out like a really good movie, watch Don't Fuck With Cats. Chelsea watched it, and she was telling me about it. It is I don't up. know if I want to watch it. Only because it feels like it would make me sad. <laughs> I heard you. Get some cat torture in it or something like that, right? Like they, like they don't full on show it, but they allude to it, and they do like show that yeah, shit goes down. But it's like every episode itself plays out like an aspect of the story that you didn't see coming, 
Like the, like the first episode, like the first episode's like, okay, yeah, you're you're getting set up for like, yeah, there's there's this asshole that like tags this group or like just like puts out this YouTube video where like he kills a bunch of cats and then you're the, like it starts this Facebook group where everyone gets together to try and find him because they're just like well, this, asshole killed cats. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> asshole killed cats. We can't let him get away with this. And then like it gets down to the where like he finds out they exist and then like starts sending them videos of him doing shit where it's like what? Yeah, like he finds out that the group exists and then like starts killing cats just to fuck with them. <laughs> and then it, and then it gets down to where it's like then they start figuring out that like his same motifs are being played out with like a murder of an actual person and they like lead help they help this investigation for a murderer and they spoilers they catch like a real murderer maybe oh my, <laughs> oh my god so my wife would probably love the true crime aspect but hate the animal cruelty <laughs> yeah. aspect. and like Ooh. and like they they like they do show like the beginning parts of the, they don't show like the actual animals dying mm. or being killed like but that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank God. Like the first, the, time, the first time they like show like the beginning of a video, like me and Molly started fast forwarding through. Like I don't want to watch a cat die. Yes, but the then as it went on, film. yeah. But as it went on, I was like, okay, they don't show it. They just like allude to it, and they like show like the beginning over. They like show like the cats. Yeah, God, are they gonna or show fucking kill that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I fucking hope I so. Yeah, but it, it it's ugh, it's so fucking good. Like it's probably one of the better like. A true crime documentary series that me and Molly have seen because it's even the way it's laid out is so compelling. Yeah, like this this person they end up catching is a fucking lunatic. Yeah, and they they once they catch them like they lay out like how fucking crazy this person is, and it is so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I so, might I might go and watch it because Chelsea told me about it, so I. I kind of in store for what's going on. Yeah. But I kind of want to see how all that connected tissue, oh, how, how all that takes place. Like the, the, the end of this plays out like uh usual suspects where like everything that this guy's been <laughs> doing, like everything this guy's been doing, like connects to like a certain movie where it's like, of course, <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> of course. That is like, the weirdest you're... bomb drop. No, ever. like if you're like, 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 someone, it plays out like the end of a usual sucks. Like, like if you were like drinking something and then they like, start playing out like what what all this guy did and you're just like drop holy. your gun. Like, holy <laughs> shit. Guys are so sad. <laughs> but no, oh, it's 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 good. Definitely check it out. Don't fuck with cats on Netflix. Mm. It's okay. fucking insane. Great. Anything else? And that's that. Well, I'll watch a Mandalorian, but we'll talk about that later. Great, Dave. Been um, there? we've been wa- we've been rewatching Legion because mm-hmm. we watched the first season when it came out and then kind of dropped off. And yeah. Now they're all done. It's three seasons, so we're gonna power through it. Uh, and that was brought on by the fact that I read someone compared like Watchmen to Legion in the fact that like there aren't that many shows that really get you like that involved right where you have to like do work to enjoy it <laughs> yeah and like that's my favorite type of thing if you don't know that by me i enjoy like a homework assignment in uh-huh. my entertainment so i'm like as watchmen ended i was like fuck what am i gonna watch now mm-hmm. like what is gonna hold up to that because 
Uh, full disclosure, Mandalorian is not doing it for me. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't care much for it. So I'm like, I need something more to like sink my teeth into. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to go back to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got a couple things like on my docket. I jotted down some things that I definitely want to get to. And uh, Leftovers, mm-hmm. which yeah, is also gonna, by... I was going to ask you about that. Did you, have you ever seen Leftovers? I've never seen it, but my boss, like, raves about it. And he keeps, like, pushing it on me. Or he's saying, like, it is one of the best shows he's ever seen. No, I, I'd love to get your take on Leftovers. Have you seen it all? I, yeah, I liked okay. it a lot. Yeah, and I was I was hesitant because I knew the creator did Lost. And I'm like, does it have any resolution? Because I know the plot, and I could see yeah. how it might not. It has but enough... he said it has, like, what you're going to say. It has enough. Yeah, it has enough of a resolution at the end where, like, you're you're going to leave it being like, okay, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, from Watchmen, I'm like, yeah, I want more of that. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to do Leftovers after Legion. Uh, the third season of True Detective, Happy, season two, is okay. out, and that's done. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, I really like the first season. Didn't... Mm-hmm didn't imagine it would be as good as it was mm-hmm. um along with deadly class mm-hmm. and uh, i think that's about it okay yeah um i have been playing a few video games actually the last video games? maybe two weeks or so i've been playing batman arkham knight and oh, that batmobile troy fuck <laughs> this batmobile that they're fucking making me use I've gotten to a point now where you don't have to use it all the time, which like I'm grateful for, because that fucking game contrives so many situations where you have to drag that fucking Batmobile everywhere. It's nuts. I haven't played it yet. I have it. But I can't believe you would think that would be like one of the best parts of the game. You bring in the Batmobile. No. It is universally shit on. It is such a burden. (laughs) Like you have like. So there's, like, a point where you have to, like, fucking drive this thing over a rooftop fairly early in the game. And I'm like, I don't need the fucking Batmobile. I can zip line over there as Batman and put an explosive device on the wall and get the fuck where I need to get. But instead, I have to drive this fucking burning tank across this narrow fucking rooftop and keep falling off of it for 20 fucking minutes oh. until I rage quit. God, I'm never going to play this. Because if that happened to me, I'd be fucking done and I'd never come back. I it. was 10% through the game and I'm just like, fuck this game. And then I cooled off, came back the next day, played a little bit more and got like a quarter of the way through the story where it opens up a little bit where you don't have to use it so often. And I'm like, okay, now I'm more into it, but every time I have to get to a fucking Batmobile thing, I'm just like, this sucks. God damn it. Um, so I put a hold on that a little bit. I want to say you were telling me about this, and you were telling me that Joel said it sucked so much, and you were like, but it's not as bad as he told me, and now hearing this, I feel like you went no, a complete 180. I was saying that when I first started the game, and you were telling me, it's not that bad, and then mm. I was going over some things, and you're like, oh yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. And then it... It all came to fruition. I was was thinking back to the game as a whole, and then you were bringing up specific things where I was like, yeah, that kind of sucked. God damn it. Yeah, that really sucks. Never going to play Arkham Knight. There should be like a patch where you can just skip that by now. I wish. There'd be half the game. Yeah. 
But uh, so I put a pause on that and actually picked up um, for real cheap. Like you can find on the PlayStation Store two for like eleven bucks, but it's like the the one of the newer Hitman games. I got that too from twenty sixteen, the one that came out in episodes. Yeah. Yes, I just bought that on Black Friday. I fucking love it, and oh, I, I haven't played it yet. I I'm glad suck to hear that. at it, but I love it still because mm. it challenges me in a different way that Batman just pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. So like, I hate that I can't drive a fucking Batmobile over like a like a small little rooftop and I'll rage quit. But like, I will play the same level of Hitman over again, even if I keep fucking dying and oh, losing yeah. or whatever. Cause I'm different like, ways cause I'm going to fucking oh, yeah. outsmart that stupid fucking <laughs> yeah. level and yeah. I will get it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so I've been playing that and I've been loving it. Oh, yeah. God, oh, there's that one level that. where like, you have to like poison that dude's drink on like a cruise ship or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I fucking and that's like Hitman. the first level. Yeah. It's like one of the training levels. I'm on one now where you have to kill two targets in the same like fashion show. And like Yes! That one's hard as fuck. It is hard <laughs> as fuck. I keep dying in it. Oh. And I'm like trying to find like tips. I'm like, so what is one way you can get to this guy before my time runs? It's like all this shit. Can you yeah. just like is there any option to just go guns blazing or is in you this have to do it? You can, but this can, level would be hard as shit because okay. yeah, there's you can, right. but it's it's because that was what I loved about it. Like yeah. you can go in and just shoot him up, or yeah. you can like do it the right way. Yeah. Like, the first time I played that level, I spent so much so much time doing this whole fucking shit where I was like. You pose as a model in the Yeah, that's what show. I've been trying to do so and I hard. I did that, and then the minute I did that, I was like, oh, cool, you did it. You killed that guy, but you spent so much time doing this that now you've, like, legit lost all these different options to kill this other guy. Where I'm like, yeah. well, fuck. <laughs> so then I had to, I legit had to do, like, a thing where, like, I pulled the fire alarm and just shot him in his room and just ran away. <laughs> like, it was, like, some bullshit like that. I was like, fuck, I lost all my options yeah. just because I wanted to be a model in the fashion show. I love that, where you can do that and you're just like, ah, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I end up doing on all these levels. I try to, like, really hard to do something cool and then I'm yep. like, well, let me look up a speed run on the internet, see how they did it. And they, like, run through the level and just, like... And they get like a billion points or whatever. <laughs> and like, fuck, I spent like 900 hours lurking and like disguising myself as everyone to get to him. Oh, what a but, great game. I yeah. I usually and, wear uh, like five or six different outfits when I play a fucking Hitman level. What oh. I'm really liking too is that you're the only one in my friends list that has played it. Yeah. So you have like points up there that yeah. I'm actively trying to beat as well. <laughs> <laughs> so Fuckers. it makes it like a dual layered kind of thing. Now for I got Now I gotta go back and play. So I can beat <laughs> my ass oh, I've been playing Resident Evil Two as well. The remake of it, yeah. Oh, and sweet, it's amazing, so good. Um, and then the last thing I well, I've got one thing I want to bring up. Rewatched The Little Mermaid with my daughter. Yeah. yeah. Know what the fucked up thing about that is? Ariel's sixteen years old. Oh, yeah. what? Yeah, and oh. she says it. Yeah. She yeah. So haven't gone back and changed. Just uh, sit on that for a little bit. That's the only thing I want to bring up about <laughs> right. that. Yeah. And then I oh, also watched uh, the Sack Lunch Bunch, the newest comedy special from. Um, I want to say Rob Delaney, but that's not it. The uh, guy who played Spider Ham in uh, Spider Verse. John... Oh, uh, John Mulaney's Sack Lunch Bunch on yeah. it's his new comedy special on Netflix. Yeah. It is awesome. Oh, really? It plays out like a fucking episode of, like, Sesame Street, where he actually has kid actors on and everything. And they're even the beginning, they're like, are you doing this to be ironic? And he's like, 
Funny thing is, if it's taken poorly, yes! <laughs> <laughs> and, like, throughout the entire, like, whole special, they're, like, asking everyone's, like, greatest fears. And it's, like, oh, no. kids' greatest fears. Like, comedians will come on and be like, I'm actually afraid of dying alone. And it's, like, <laughs> just serious shit like that. And it's, like... I think it's hilarious. Chelsea found it not funny at all. Really? <laughs> and I thought it was like one of the best things I've seen oh, this last year for mm. at least comedy. Dude, straight up comedy specials. I, I almost get like a legit like super tickled of watching things that I think are funny that Molly does not find funny. I also <laughs> like that as well. I love it. Because like I went, so Molly's still off for work. So we I came home and like the internet was out. So I just started putting on random episodes of Mr. Show. <laughs> and I was, like, losing my shit while Molly was just kind of being like, what is so fucking funny about this? Like, I, I was... Like, I laugh even harder knowing that she doesn't think this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um that would be my recommendation on netflix watch uh the sack lunch bunch it's i think it's great oh, i want to go home and watch this <laughs> it's good as shit um but that's it that's all i've also been into that's so everything. if people want to recommend their top 10 list to you jt where can they do so i'm more than willing to take your top 10 list at bucky for one on twitter also bucky for one on instagram and bucky for one on snapchat dave <laughs> Um, I'm at Twitter. <laughs> oh, that's a good handle. I'm on yeah. Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Add on Twitter. That's right. Uh, Imperious Rex Show. Show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Troy. Yep, you're welcome. Imperious Rex Show. Twitter. Uh, at Imperious Rex Show. You that's it. it. That's it. Uh, you can find me at Tord the Max. Uh, on Twitter, you can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Uh, while there, vote for the Tournament of Random Movies. Uh, this next quarter, I love a quarter finals match, will be uh, The Happening versus Gone in 60 Seconds. A lot of beer. Guys. Yeah, we drank probably 20 beers tonight. <laughs> uh, there's actually one more right here, too. Um, it's yours. It's yours. You oh, thank draw. you. Uh <laughs> Uh, all of our new episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com as well as almost every other podcasting catcher out there. Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us there, you can rate and review us. You can do it right on your phone. And if you like the show, that helps other people find the show as well. If you want to write in like Eric did, as well as OJ weeks ago, uh, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. And Don't I will us, search those spam folders uh, way more than usual. Um, but that's going to be the show. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for all of 2019 yeah. and into 2020. At one point, I was like, well, this might be like a shorter show. No, we're still one over three hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God damn it. I thought it'd be short, too. <laughs> yeah, we, were, we were like, we were getting through those like first, like those bottom five pretty fast. And then but when some we got into top five, it was like, no, nope, we're taking a long Once down. each of us has like three or four beers in us, it's like, <sighs> yeah. let's just talk about yeah, fucking how to train our dragon and we're just scared stupid. Let me tell you why it is about fucking Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> how much time you got? <laughs> But uh, that's going to be the show. So join yeah. us uh, next week. Join us for, uh, for Monday when we're going to. I put out a poll where. Uh, because I figured we weren't going to have a lot enough time to 
do a second show. Uh huh. Like, well, let's do like a what's a thing that we covered in 2019 that you want to rehear? And of course, they picked <laughs> the Ramundo Chaw <laughs> yeah guested episode where we talk about Lion King. Yep. So we'll have that I'm for our it up. Monday. We're gonna chaw it up one more time <laughs> for our uh, our flashback of That's Lion right. King. Yep. For our Monday show, and then Thursday we're gonna start our dumb action January, <laughs> where uh, I brought up that I really want to see Six Underground. Yes. The fucked up Michael <laughs> Bay Netflix movie. Yep. Which I've heard from a lot of different people that it's Fast and Furious on crack. Cool. <laughs> we just did six and a half hours of that or whatever it is. The so only let's... way to top it is to put it on crack. Yeah, put let's it on do crack. It. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our January. I want to I watch Commando. Oh, I can't wait for you to end. watch Commando. Oh, it's such a great movie. Cool off. <laughs> Let off some steam, yeah. Bennett. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and cool Bennett's fucking chain-link tank yeah. top that he wears. For those that want to follow along for January, we're doing Dumb Action January. We're starting with Six Underground, and then we're going to do our last winner of Turner Random Movies, which was Mortal Kombat. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Oh, my. Can I be here for that? <laughs> sure. Come on Mortal in. Mortal Kombat? Yep. Come I saw that in. three times in the theater. <laughs> Come third on grade. in. Yeah. You wouldn't believe and how then... many third grade journal entries involved Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so much that my teacher said, great, but can you write about anything else? <laughs> no, I can't. No. Nope. And then based off of just like random discussions we've had throughout the year, we're going to do Tango and Cash yep. <laughs> after that, and then Commando to end the the month of January. It's going to be a good Jan. So dumb action January. I can't wait. I can't wait for it either. Jam-packed January. Jam-packed. <laughs> Jam-packed January. There you go. It's going to be it. So that's going to be the show for this week. Join us uh, for the rest of next week for more fun action coming action! your way. But until next time, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K and uh, Ghost Hunter Dave, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. You're very welcome. It is your turn. Oh, is Always it my your turn? turn? Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, bid you adieu. Goodbye. And we're off. And we're off. I've, I'm changing it up for you 2020. Fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just say goodbye. New year, new year. Uh, goodbye. 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 Yeah. <laughs>